This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Well, hi. Happy Roll Call Friday, BVB Brigade. It is the Friday episode of The Bostonian versus The Book. He's Dave Sherpin, The Book. I'm Matt Peralta, The Bostonian. Baseball topic, little golf topic, football, and Cody Decker coming up to talk baseball in about 30 minutes. Stay tuned for all of that. But first and foremost, the California drip. What is going on, Mr. Sherpin? It's happening, man. Uh, yeah, weekend before the All-Star break. You awake? Wait, all- are you awake? You sure? I am you're, awake. You awake? I am awake right now. Yeah, yeah. You, you, we're gonna tell everybody right at the beginning. We might as well. We might as well. I fell asleep on him last night. People, brigade, listeners of the show. We're talking on the phone. The kids come down. I put them on mute, trying to tell them be quiet. I don't know what's going on. It's like midnight, finishing up some business. I, I don't think off. that's ever happened to me with a guy. I think it's happened to me with a girl in high school. I don't think it's ever happened to me with a guy. (laughs) First time for everything. It ain't the first time I fell asleep on somebody talking. I'll tell you that. I was tired. I I start going, hey, (laughs) hey, you're asleep. They must click on mute. Then I get click, the text. I click. I go. You fell asleep. Talk to you tomorrow. I get. I get the text. I literally woke right up. I like. I must have oh. just. I shut my eyes for a second because I was gonna yell, and I was like, I'm not yelling at the kids. Like they're making popcorn at midnight to watch a movie. <laughs> this is summer vacation at the Sherapan house, and I was like, I'm on the phone, and then not off. See you later. Goodbye. Wake up. Do <laughs> my show awesome. tomorrow. Mikey, awesome. Do your do your best, my friend. With that, that's for you. Do your best with that meme. You can go nuts on that. I I, I expect something classic out of this. Out of Dave asleep on the phone, and then his daughters are like, "Hey, by the way, you fell asleep on the phone." Yeah, they're like, I they figure they find you in the morning. I figure some people just like in the morning come downstairs and be like, "What the hell are you doing on the couch?" I <laughs> like, woke oh, up. I, I went upstairs. I said, "What's going on?" Why didn't you wake me up to like, he was talking. We didn't know what to say. I was like, oh, so that's good. ridiculous. It is so good. Oh, it is absolutely phenomenal. So yeah. roll call Friday. You want to roll through some of the names already in the chat? Oh, the boys are here early, man. I mean, as always, you know, the director of securities are, are, are here. President of account for Stevie Mac, capital M, capital K. Um, Mikey. Awesome. Always SoCal DJ are basically our statistician and director of research. Jay Dow bets. All right, let's just start with all the mats. We got Maddie Smith, Maddie Rafferty, Math Bonvi. Um, you obviously are here, but mm-hmm. Pierre Chevalier. Let's let's just try to get it right right off the bat. Roger Nate, welcome to the brigade. Haven't seen you in here before, but there's always space for you. Rommel Camps holding it down. President accounted for out in Iowa. Uh, Kevin Roper in town. 
Chef Benny. Chef mm. Benny, he's always here, very active in the Discord channel at, what is it, Matthew? The Discord channel? Betprep.com slash chat. Thank you, you sir. Mm-hmm. Jordan Goroff, president accounted for as well. Oh, man, they just keep rolling. This baby, this chat's flying right now. Trent Junk, Akbar. Akbar's on every platform I'm on. He's following me around. I love it. I feel like I got him right on my shoulder. Polsky's here. Texted that picture. Polsky put together all those hats, boys. We're coming up with some stuff. Don't worry. Football season's going to be here before we know it, and everybody's got to be outfitted in the BVB lid. So we put that on there. Javi Cash, and as always, Kendall Little Consig is here to keep an eye on me, even though she didn't wake me up last night. Before I was supposed our, to fall our, asleep. Our boy Darren Sumner from uh, Bed Prep is in the chat as well, and he, uh, yeah. he he goes he goes my neighbor's name is Matt. <laughs> of course, we're, we're everywhere. I asked Madeline to go in the chat today. I said, "Hey, do you want to go in the chat today?" She goes, "The show's boring." Great, <laughs> Maddie. I was like, I appreciate that. I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, the toys you got downstairs, show pays for it. So you better, the show better not be boring. <laughs> so she's out there because she's on YouTube the whole damn time on the show. So I'm like, she, go is ahead. Is she watching it right now? No. She's, she's watching not upstairs some, watching it right now? No. I, I put it, my brother Colin was here. That's why I put it on the okay. TV set because that's what I he wanted to watch. put this on it. for her. Oh, no. My, my Cortez mustache. It's a one-time shot, though, and I wore it yesterday, so it won't stay on. But <laughs> it's a one-time uh, shot. Yeah, it was you a look, one-time shot. You look like Joe Fortenbaugh. <laughs> uh, right? How about that, Joe? What are you doing with that stash, Joe? <laughs> Mine I could just take off. You left yours on there. What the hell are you doing? I wore that on the MLB network yesterday. That's so funny. I did. I did. How did they handle that? Was that kind of like a stunner, or is that did they play along with the gag? Totally surprised them. Uh, the producer signs on. I sign on. He starts laughing hysterically. I said, are we good? He said, I can't wait. Oh, beautiful. They popped me on to end the segment before. They never do that. They usually just pop on with a right. pre, pre-package and then go. But they popped me on and <laughs> they said, coming up, Dave Sherpin and a producer put me on the screen. Irizarry and uh, Stryker just literally started laughing to the break. They didn't know what it's to beautiful. do. So it was great. It's beautiful. Kendall doesn't want me to encourage you. I guess she's not a fan of the mustache. She doesn't. She doesn't. She does not like the mustache. She don't know she's gonna wear one next time. Cortez pitches too. Oh no! We're gonna take a picture, picture together. Do you like? Where do you find a stick-on one-time use mustache like the? You dollar know shirt? we live in Las Vegas. You could find one probably at the neighbor's house. But I just went down to the party city right down the street. I walked in. I said, "Excuse me. I'm sure you've been asked many questions before. This prompt probably won't stun you. Do you have mustaches? I need one right now. I'm on a show in an hour and a half." Pointed me to the aisle. Boom! Out the door. Six mustaches for six bucks. Oh Can't my! Yeah. Wow, it's a good deal. It's a great deal. Hell it yeah! Show, shows you why it's a one-use pop, though. That's <laughs> all they had. It was short. It was twenty notice. cents. It was twenty cents a pop. That's it. Six dollar stash. All right. So it's our last show before we go on vacation. Remember, we will not be on next week. The show goes dark for a week, so please don't forget about us. We'll return on the twenty-fifth of July. But I thought it might be fun to make some predictions for the next week as Ooh. to when we come back who wins the home run derby i mean the chalk is alonzo right mm-hmm. i didn't see the odds I, he's odds going against matter. a odds don't, well, matter. odds don't matter we got to see the we got to see the bracket no nah, nah. who wins I, I don't know you know i say nobody knows shit all the time um <laughs> 
I wanted Acuna to win, but he's going to lose to Alonzo in the first round. Probably so. I'm hoping Schwarber wins. I think he'll be it. I think that'll just be a tremendous like scene. It's, it's an interesting handicap because the ballpark itself is, we talked about it earlier, it's symmetrical. So it's not a benefit to either side. Like at Fenway Park, a right-handed hitter at Yankee Stadium, it's a left-handed hitter. Correct. Like you can you can go ahead and lean into a certain side of the plate as to as a pull hitter, what they're going to have the best access to the porches. Uh, it's pretty much just straight. I mean, the, the lines, it's pretty much a, an old school, you know, symmetrical park with the LA with Dodger Stadium. So I don't think there's any real benefit to who is going to be up there hacking. I don't think so either. And I mean, we're having a couple weird weather days here. I don't think the weather's going to be an issue there in, in LA, but pouring. I mean, yesterday. if it's a, pouring. It, what's that? It was pouring yesterday. Drove through a thunderstorm for the first time in like three years. It was weird. What the wipers hell is this? work? Did the wipers? Yeah. Oh, you got a new car all the yeah, time. Yeah, so your wipers that. are fine. I got no worries with that, but it was weird. It was like pouring rain. And then, like, of course, people drive like complete jerks and flying oh. off the road and. Oh, people can't. You think people in L.A. can't drive in the rain? People come to Vegas. People have no idea that like, what's this water stuff on the road? Let me go 100 and see what happens. Oh, wait, I lost control of my car. Oh, <laughs> I'm man. surprised by that. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know. We, we can ask the chat. Chat, uh, chat, put your you know pick for the uh, home run derby right in the chat. I mean, we got PBs in the house. Cole's here. Uh, Santiago Garza in the here. Buenos dias, sir. Uh, Biggie J, Trent Junk, the names in the chat make it fun to just do roll call Friday. I mean, it's just that you guys are geniuses with these names, and it's fun just to say it'd be great if you know we were in the book. You just come in, say hello, stay tuned for that. Maybe in the fall, I don't know if we're mm, gonna do that. Mm, mm. I don't know. Maybe you teasing things before we're ready to go. We're going on vacation, man. McAfee's, be like, McAfee's you know, got he he's got his something happening season. We got our own something happening season. We do, we do. We do. going on behind the scenes yes, as do. to what we've got coming up for you guys. Some surprises. All right. So if Alonzo, I, I think Alonzo wins it again. I think his his experience will just come through. So I'm with you on that. Do we find out about Deshaun Watson next week while we're on vacation? When did they start camp? Last week of July? Mm-hmm. Don't you think it has to be resolved before camp starts? I do, and I think they're going to bury it next week. Wow. Perfect time to release it next week. Because we're on vacation? or that's No, just- Major League Baseball is all-star game. Oh. You get football talk during baseball, which is what they want. Step on their event. But it also, people are scattered. People are paying attention to other things. They aren't fully locked in yet. Once you get to the all-star game, it's like a straight shot right down to football. So right. I think I think it feels like next week is going to be the time they're going to release it. Next you're Friday. With that, you're sticking with that 10 games reduced to six yes. theory? Yes. Hmm. And you think it's next week? Do they wait until after the game at least? Or are they just going to do think, it like on Tuesday? No, I think Friday might be a possibility, but I could easily see it happen on Tuesday morning. Morning of the All-Star Game. 100%. People not work together. Like, can they just let them have it for three days? Like, no, they can't. No, they dunk. If the NFL could dunk on anyone else, they will. If they can pile drive a story and take away the shine, 100% that they will. Man, that's some bullshit. It's just a, you know, it's, it's who's the biggest blank in the room. And I guess, but the NFL likes to say what it, NFL walks in and it's like, yep, that's me. 
So I'll say it happens, but I'll say it happens. To, we've been – we go back and, and, and watch the videos. There's been times where news has actually broken while we're doing the show. I'll bet on it happening the week we come back. So okay. not next week, the week after, right before they go to camp. I still think he's going to get a longer suspension myself. I don't okay. know. Something something feels longer. I was with JD on that one a little bit. I, I don't know. He's mm-hmm. probably going to play this season, but it has to be done before they – what are they going to do? Bring him to camp and have him working out and all this other stuff and then, and then find out, go yeah. stand on the side? Like They're going to find out before they go to camp. Mm. Yeah, I I think so, but – you never know. The NFL could, if if it's the if the judge is really on her own, she has no. What does she care about camp? <laughs> She'll make her well, call. That's when true. She She'll make the call whenever she wants to make the call. So it's up to her. There's no timetable on her decision. So could be quick. Could be long. Could be August, September. Who knows? You could just whenever, whenever she wants to make the call. She'll make the call. Are the numbers still up at the books? I haven't looked for Cleveland. For Cleveland? No. Yeah. Well, I hope so because we're doing Cleveland today. It's our <laughs> Cleveland's our schedule of the day today. Yeah, I got all the numbers from from Circa too, but like all the alternate numbers and all the other stuff. But I don't know if they're up right now. We'll have to take a look. I think the Browns have been off the board for pretty much the entire summer. Yeah, I mean, probably it's... still off. They're probably still off the board today. So we're doing the schedule simply because we skipped it and waited for as long as we can wait. And we've done thirty-one teams. We're going on vacation after this show, so it's like. <laughs> We've waited as long as we can wait. We got to go ahead and do the Browns to kind of right. finish off the schedule of the day. And, you know, today's the day we're going to do it. So okay. get, it, get it done. So it's, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a good shot next week is when we hear, but I'm going to say yes, that we will know come the 25th, but I hear your point. It could be, it could be longer coming up. Uh, I just think it's a public relations nightmare for them. If they wait, like if, I mean, if they can get it done or, you know, they can be pushed to get it done before he shows up and parades into, I believe the Browns do training camp in Berea, Ohio. I think it is. Somebody can check on that in the chat for us. Okay. But um, the last thing they want is him coming in and like, you playing or not? I don't know. I don't know. No, we don't need that. You mean with the media? Yeah. Hmm. That's just a public relations. I I don't want that for the football team. <clears throat> if I'm the franchise and you know the NFL, I don't want right. that. Talk, I don't want that talked about every day. Interesting. Yeah. All right. And finally, who wins the open? One of the cams. Okay. Cameron Smith, Cameron Young. You? I like Cam Smith a lot, but I still think look out for Dustin Johnson. Oh boy. <laughs> Look out for Dustin. Oh boy. They are full of piss and vinegar. All these live dudes are playing mad. It's like a they're like a colluding team at the moment. They just want to help each other. Like they it's they they're all That's what it they, feels like they ain't worried about helping each other. How do you help another golfer if you're not playing magic like, play? Give them tips, show them what's playing what. Really? Course knowledge, what 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 club to play, where the green is, how to read a, what the break might be, weakness for the guy you're playing with, where could this guy stumble? Are any of them playing together? No, not right now. Oh, that would but be the, but but the Ryder Cup. Remember the Ryder Cup. This is what they do in the Ryder Cup. There's a team aspect to it, and right. there could be a team aspect to the live tour guys going after everyone else. A lot of them wow. are going to make the cut. A lot of them are playing pretty well. Golf course is 
I don't want to call it easy, but it's, I mean, 69-70 is pretty much the average score today. It's amazing when there's no wind, huh? This thing, they, I mean, they like it's to shake up. It's a short yeah. course. It's a really yeah. short course for a yeah. PGA champ for a PGA Tour championship for a major. This is a pretty short track. Why does it seem like everybody can putt too when they get there? Like, I mean, they just making putts from all over because they're practicing. I mean, really going into a match play, going into a, a an event like this, you know, there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of like preparations, course knowledge, going over there. And you know, some guys go over there for two weeks to play link style golf to get really good at it. Because you can putt from everything. You can putt from 60 yards. Easy. Right. So they just get accustomed to it and they get used to the speeds of the greens. And if there's not any wind, this is not a hard golf course. The greens aren't fast, though, like U.S. Right. Open or Masters. They can't be. They're, I mean, because right. the, the fairway and the green are basically cut the same. It almost looks <laughs> I mean, it's just, There's no differentiating between the two. Right. It's like they're, you can putt from 100 yards out if you want. I mean, right. there's videos of people online, par threes on a link-style golf course with a putter and just smacking it and going all the way down. <laughs> That's what happens. So, you ever, uh, you ever putt from off the green like that? For like for real or for fun? For real. No, for fun I have. In western Nebraska, I have playing Dismal River. Oh. Which is essentially like going over to Scotland and playing golf over there. Really? Mm-hmm. I told that story. I, I walked 18 holes with Jack. That's just, yeah. I, I, Jack, Jack designed it. That was where it was at? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just go ahead. Yeah. And it's off the tee. You just smack it with a putter and watch the thing go. It goes like 160 yards out. Hit it with a putter <laughs> watch it, <laughs> and watch it go. That's a little ridiculous. <laughs> this is nice, but it's that downhill, downwind with a putter. You can hit the thing as hard as you can. You can get the, on the green. It just it just goes. It's crazy, wow. but, it, but it goes because it's just the. It, there's not a big differ, difference between the fringe, the fairway, and right. the green. Just ball yeah. just goes. Just just flies. There's a lot of courses in Western Pennsylvania that were like that. I used oh. to do that all the time. Interesting. Yeah. Western Nebraska is like on the moon it really is it's crazy <laughs> when you get between denver and omaha you're like where am i why like what it's crazy it really does feel like you're on a different planet it's, uh, it's one of the more unique parts of the country just I'm like people i mean they, they took like horse and buggies through this place like how that like, I, I get why they kept on going they're like you know looking around you're just like sorry 1023. Fuck this. I'm not, uh, I'm not 23. I'm not living here. Like, no, keep going, man. Keep going. I'm not stopping. What are you, are you crazy? Why, why would I want to live here? It's horrible. Kept on going until they got to Denver. They're like, oh, okay. You have mountains and water. Okay. This is, I, I'll, I'll live here. I'm not living in this crap place. What am I doing? You know, I'm going to raise my family in the middle of nowhere. I get you know, more Buffalo than, than, trees really good oh in that part of the world <laughs> so tiger misses the cut he gets emotional on 18 hell of a scene he's walking up 18 starts crying is that it last time we're going to see him play the open championship because this was the 150th this was the you know st andrews old course history he shoots nine over he'll miss the cut by a ways mm. felt like goodbye probably right i mean at some point Either somebody tells you or the game tells you. You can't do it like you used to. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I heard Deion Sanders say it first, but probably was said before that father time catches everybody, even the fastest guy on the planet. That's what he said. He's beat up. 
He survived a major car accident. He's been reconstructed, put together. Game's hard enough. You know, multiple back surgeries, multiple right. knee surgeries. Now leg near amputation. I mean, at what point do you say to him, like, look, I know you want to play the majors, but I mean, do you want to go and not make the cut? Like, do you yes. think Tiger's going to hang on? Yes. But I think he's he'll be Freddie Couples. He'll just play when he wants to play. He's not going to play seriously. He's not going to ever be a serious contender again in a major golf championship, most likely. There's no chance he's going to the senior tour, is there? Um, I think occasionally. I think he'll play for to get the competitive juices flowing, but I think Tiger's got so many other things he wants to do. Mm. He's going to have the opportunity to do so many other things. Like his brand, his name, the Tiger Woods name. T.W. I mean, when, I was grow- when I was growing up, every major golf golfer that got up there in age had a line of golf clubs had a line of clothing like they just went ahead and that's what you did you just you started to design things you know you became a golf course designer tiger has done that there's going to be a tiger woods brand of golf everything i mean brady's showing him the way i mean the, the brady brand underwear and t-shirts and shorts and whatever else you know the tb12 method and everything else that's Tiger, Tiger will become a business person, a businessman for his brand. So he'll never go away with the game of golf. It's just, I don't think this is a guy who come, you know, the, the, the 2030 masters were sitting around talking about Tiger Woods being on the first page of the leaderboard. It's one of those. Uh... Remember, Jack was 46 when he won his last major. Right. So that would be. And now. then how quick after was it? Where Jack was like, all right, I'm done with this. I don't really remember, but it was, I don't he remember was never either. I mean, he was 86, so he was never a story again. Like, he wasn't ever like a major golf threat. And you and Tiger are the same age, right? He's 45. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, he, but Jack was not dealing with what Tiger's dealing with. Right. Phil, Phil won his last major last, or last year, so he won it at 50 50. Hmm. So, I mean, Technically, given modern medicine, science, eating right, nutrition, everything we talk about with athletes in 2022, I would say that Tiger, if he didn't have the health issues, I think he could have been winning majors all the way into his late 50s. But now I don't think so. It's just there's watching him and maybe he will come back. Maybe he will prove everyone wrong because he's such a mental master. He's such an incredible you know, Jedi master of the mind when it comes to his ability to make himself practice and get ready. But competing on the PGA tour, essentially on one leg, playing right. major golf championships on one leg. I mean, he was right. minus 130 to make the cut. People bet him. I mean, this Big. is this this is not, I mean, for years and years in the book, you need it against Tiger all the time. And you just tried to manage the risk where, listen, man, let's just try to break even to him. You know, the numbers aren't, it was always a favorite. And then you start, you know, spreading these different bets, the make, miss, cut, the top 20s, the top 10s, the top fives, all this stuff. And they still bet Tiger every time he's in. And then handle goes up tremendously when he's in. Mm. It drops precipitously when he's out. Um, And then he was just out. You know, after the right. accident, it was like, all right, he's not going to play again. Let's get used to golf betting without him. 
so he comes back for these majors this year. And like, I could not believe he was a betting favorite to make the cut, you know, big favorite. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's it. And that moved. I mean, you can make it pick them and they're going to bet you up to minus 120, minus 130. The course itself, it's flat. People, people talked about course knowledge. We heard Dubsy on Dubsy Wednesday was mm-hmm. all about Tiger. I was like, eh, I just, I just stayed away from it. I was like, I can't, I can't get a read on it because everyone thought he wasn't going to make the cut, you know, at the masters and he did. And it was, so now you see, skip the U S open, you know, the, the masters play. is half the field though. Right. Yeah, the Masters is a lot is a lot smaller. I mean, right. in, in his course knowledge and everything else about the Masters, just he kind of he gritted and fought through it because Thursday, because Saturday and Sunday he was awful at the Masters. So right, he and was good. He, he was okay on Thursday, bad on Friday, and then horrific on Saturday and Sunday. He did not play the PGA. He played the U.S. Open, right? And he yep. turned it. He turned pulled it out. Yeah, after three pulled out. Right. Didn't play the final round. So I mean, he's he's hurting. I mean, there's really no debate in the Tigers not. Not healthy at the moment. Maybe he will be next year, but you know we're done for for the majors now for Tiger. I think his golf season's going to be over, and we'll see him next year, next April in the Masters, hopefully with a better better leg and better better golf game. Uh, to give you an update on the live golfers as they're doing, Dustin Johnson has has wrapped up his, five, his second round nine under par, shot five under today, sixty eight sixty seven for Ooh. Dustin Johnson. The leader is Cameron Smith, 13 under. He's eight under on the day, or he's done actually now. 67-64 for Cam Smith. Cam Young is still on the course. He's at 10 under par, two under on the day. He's gone 64, and he's going to follow it up somewhere you know, in the 60s, it looks like. Uh, Roy McIlroy is nine under par. He has shot three under today. He's through 11, so he potentially could chip into this lead for Cam Smith, depending on what he winds up. Maybe it's a two-stroke, three-stroke lead as we head towards the cut. Uh, Scotty Scheffler uh, has shot 68-68. He's at eight under par heading to the weekend. Um, Xander Shoffley, who's won the, the last two events, is four under par, one under on the day. He shoots 69-71. Patrick Reed, one of the live golfer guys, four under par as well. Lee Westwood is a live golfer guy, four under par. Sergio Garcia, three under for him. Cut line is even par. So the guys who currently are sitting on the cut line at the moment of the larger names who are trying to make the cut, Justin Thomas is at one under he's playing his 11th. So he is one right there. He'll make it. Bryson Bryson DeChambeau is one under. He shot two over on the, on the day today, 69, 74 for Bryson Uh, guys who are looking like they're going to miss. If we go to one over Tony Finau is at one over par Ernie Els is at one over par. Max Hama, who I had in the top 10 of this tournament at one over par. Looks like he will miss the cut to continue my horrific golf betting. Colin Morikawa <laughs> is two over par at the moment. He is on the 12th hole. He's got a hustle if he wants to make it. Zach Johnson's on the 14th. He's at two over par. Um, you ain't alone. I mean, Never. Goroff just said in the chat, I was one of the suckers that bit Tiger to make the cut. LOL. Yep. Uh, I mean, it happens. There's, there's John Daly, by the way, is going to miss the cut. That stinks. Plus three. He's at, he's oh, at two. Oh, man, he's hanging right there. He's he's shut, nah, he's out. He's, oh, he's 73-74. He's three over par. He's done. The, the, guy, the, guys at, the guys at one over might make, mm. might make it. But most likely they're not going to make it. And most likely even parts. I think it's going to go up as the day as the as it rolls on here for the next two hours. I think it goes up. Hmm. But yeah, so Justin Thomas will need a good charge out of him here. 
the top 10, you need right as of right now, you need to be at seven under par. So he's six strokes back of the top 10. He makes that. It's a profitable open championship for me, but need him to hustle need here. Need him to make it? Make one, make the cut, but two, hustle. I need him to not be on the cut line. I need him to be at like four <laughs> under par. So need him to Birdie get in? Yeah, I need him to do well here. on What's the most court. birdies you ever made in a row playing golf? In a row? Two. Yeah. I, play, I played with him on Sunday, and I watched him make one. True story. Yeah, one. Okay. So two. two. Uh, in my greatest of golf, I'll say three. I don't know when, but I, I'm going to say three, but no more than three birdies in a row for me I've ever made playing golf. I made four in a row once. Wow, that's incredible. It was that's incredible. Good. I shot 75. Ooh. It was my best round of par. My life. 70 what? Par 72? 72. Oh, three overs. Amazing. Beats my best, best round I ever shot in my life. 77 is the best round I ever shot on a real, on a, on a legit 6,800 yard. Yeah. Yep. 70 par 72 golf course. Yep. Yeah. Someday I shot, again. Someday. I shot a 70, I shot a 76 on a par seven, on a par 70 and 77 on a par 72. That ain't bad, son. Yeah, that's that's but that yeah. was when I was, I was you did playing. that noise for that. Yeah. I was playing then though. I mean, I was like that, that was, yeah. when I was living I was living in Alabama. Right. Golf Obsessed. golf course, golf course across the street from right. the, the station. Yeah. I would get done with work at about one o'clock, be on the course <laughs> at two, play from two until six, Just go home dark. at six. That's that's what I would do. And I'd be by <laughs> myself. There were a client of mine. And it was a it was a private it was a semi private golf course where all the members teed off in the morning and then it was open to the public in the afternoon uh-huh. and people just didn't play it because it, w- it was seen as semi private so people wanted the morning tea time in Alabama hot as like it is here you know it's normally pretty hot as hell humid <laughs> I didn't I didn't care single I, young I, I, yeah yeah I, I just who walked gives I just, shit. Yeah, I just walked up handed me the keys I'm at go ahead have fun go out there play two balls. By myself, have the whole Cambrake Golf Course, Athens, Alabama. If you ever know it, it's where it was, across the street from the station in Athens on, on on the main strip in Athens, Alabama. And I would love to go back and play that. Oh my gosh, it'll be such fun memories for me if I would go back and play that golf course. Whoa, we will. Uh, we oh, will. one day, yeah. Just you know, be, oh gosh, if you ever if you if you and I ever go back to Huntsville, you will be floored that I lived there for five years. You oh, it's going to happen. You will be some like point, it's Athens. Happen. If you see Athens, Alabama, where Philip Rivers is from, Athens, Alabama will flip your lid. But I lived and worked there for five years. I I can't wait. You'd be like, how We're did you take the boys? We'll take E. We'll shoot some videos where you know where it started. Videos and all this stuff. You can't drink in this town. No, you can't drink in this town. It's a dry what? Dry county. A dry county. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? I love my cousin Vinny. We're in Alabama. Like oh. I can just see. <laughs> Yo, there's some places in that town, man, that just in that state, there's some places where I did not oh. know what planet I was on, man. <laughs> there are some Coleman, Alabama. Coleman, Alabama was like, I'm hearing banjos in my head. I'm walking down the main street. I'm like, I'm just hearing banjos constantly. Like, what the heck am I doing? I was like, they know I'm not from here. And I stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Those are some funny, uh, funny parts of the country, oh, man. But I love crazy. my town there. Radio boot camp, five years. That's what it was. Radio boot camp. Wouldn't trade it for the world. Hell no. Absolutely not. Yeah, at the time some... you were able to learn on their dime, screw up, you know, oh. 
learn learn everything learn, learn life lessons i never would have learned never from like because my dad didn't teach me any of the stuff that i learned down there right and it's helped it's helped me yeah. in so many ways yeah helped me i i saw the world so differently and i was such a punk and <laughs> just being just like thinking that i knew best and thinking i knew all these you know yeah watching these lessons being taught to me and i'm just like this is stupid and then you realize oh whoops whoops yeah. Um, yeah, I was at that. Yeah. He was right. 20 something. Bill yeah. D was right on every turn. And you know, I'm thinking, that, you know, this this little guy who is 135 pounds soaking wet. What do you know? A, to this day could still t- teach me circles as to what, how to do business, how to handle meetings, how to negotiate, read people in meetings. I, mean, I, do it. I, I tell people all the time, his line was always, if you sit down from a negotiating table and you can't get up, you've already lost. Right. Get up and walk away. Yeah. Learn how to get up and walk away. Learn the power of no, he used to say. Learn the power of the word no. And watch people's reaction when you say no. When you're in your 20s, you don't realize that. No idea. I'm like, what are you talking about? He told the ten- in a meeting, he told the 10 Titans, no. I was like... <laughs> It's the NFL. You're telling the yeah. NFL no. What right. do you mean you're telling the NFL no? No. Not only am I telling them no, I'm walking out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just call me later. Yep. See you. I don't need you. What do you mean you don't need? I don't, I don't need you. Okay, goodbye. Yeah. I've been doing, I remember he's sitting there and he goes, I've been doing radio for 25 years in this state. I've been doing radio after you guys are long gone. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, what am I? I'm like, this is like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, what, he's right. Mike Keith, Mike Keith, who's still the voice of the team, was in the meeting. And he, <laughs> he was looking at me, and I'm looking at him. I'm going, I don't know. I'm 24 years old. I don't know what the hell is going on. Oh, God. I'm getting, I, like, I'm just trying to survive. I'm just trying to keep my head above water. This guy's telling the Titans to go fly a kite. Boardroom That's and a converted house that he turned into the Athens Broadcasting Company's, the ABC. Was there a minor league baseball team when you were Huntsville there? Stars, baby. Double A of the Atlanta Braves for a bit when I was there. And I think it was Oakland A's. They flipped to Oakland while I was there as well. But McGuire, all the Bash Brothers played in Huntsville. Canseco, McGuire, they all played. We'll have to ask our next our guest today if he played down in Huntsville. What he thought oh, about playing yeah. down in Alabama. Now, now they're the trash pandas. The what? The trash pandas. You, you know, you don't, you know, you don't, you don't know this. They're, they're called the trash pandas. The Huntsville baseball team is called the trash pandas. It's either the Madison trash pandas or the Huntsville trash pandas. I can't remember. They built a new. Oh, there we go. Thank you, Rocket City, because it's Rocket City, Alabama. Rock. It, 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 it knows it. Rocket because Huntsville is where NASA's based. Oh. Cody's, Cody's helping us. Oh, in the green room, he's helping us. Wow, that's fantastic. So it's a Rocket City crash trash pandas. Yes, I I need a hat. Like you need a hat. I need a hat from there, because I I used to go there all the time. Mark McCarter, who was the longtime writer for the Huntsville uh, Times, who has since retired, but him and I used to sit and watch baseball all the time, and go and watch the Huntsville Stars. But yeah, <laughs> the, there's like big, huge signs of like Canseco. There's everyone. Everyone who's watched the Huntsville Stars will tell the story of the ball that Canseco hit into there's a highway behind the ballpark or there was at the old ballpark. There's a main highway uh-huh. and supposedly Canseco hit the ball to the highway and it's like 550 feet. Oh, wow. Okay. Like, it's like the legend of Jose Canseco started when nice. like the town was like, he hit the ball where like, <laughs> what, what just happened? Yeah. He hit the ball to, I think it was route six, route 28. It's like he hit the ball on 28. <laughs> what do you mean? He hit the ball in 28. He hit the ball in 28. Like that's how far he hit the ball there. 
And it was like it, that made everyone like started going to the ballpark because baseball in Huntsville, it's like it's a really hard sell. It's not easy. Like mm. it's not a- Alabama, Auburn. That's all they ask. Like, where's the Alabama football player? No. Where's the Auburn football player? No. What the hell am I doing going to the game? <laughs> like, what's right. the little, little round ball? Like, what are we doing? Mm. So that's, you know, that's where we are on that. Uh, gotcha. So we bringing him on. We're getting, we're getting our boy. We, fair, are we good? As soon as Ferret gives us the green light, okay. Cody will fade right up into us. That'd be great. Yeah, we'll, we'll grab him and just one second, tuck some baseball and tuck some, yep, tuck some we unicorns. Are good. We're going to pop them on right now. All right. Let's get to Cody Decker and a guy who has been doing baseball betting, a guy in 670 the score. You guys can follow him at Decker6, joining this us here guy. on the Bostonian versus the book. Cody, Matt, and Dave, how are you? Oh man, living the dream. How you boys doing? <laughs> oh baby, we're we're good. I mean, I don't know. We're not as good as you with that beard. You oh, might have the best beard in baseball media right now. Like, I mean, I'm not even playing. That is thing is perfect. Are you oh, grooming that every day? Oh no, I shaved this morning. <laughs> Some people could do that. I'm always envious of that. Like the, the oh. five o'clock shadow turns in, like it just like boom. Yeah, it's like shave it and it goes right back. It's like it's damn. a blessing and a curse, really. I mean, I love it. But... <laughs> it's both. So, thanks for joining us um, at Decker Six on the Twitter and all these things that you're doing. We'll get, we'll let you tell everybody at the end all the stuff you're doing right now. But my first question to you is is pretty simple. Matt and I have had this debate discussion. The BVB Brigade, the people that follow the show, or you know, following along. Do you like the ghost runner rule, the extra inning rule, yes or no? Yes. Love it. Don't kind of like it. Love it. Him why, C Deck. Tell a combination of multiple reasons. You ready? You ready? Strap yourself in. I'll give you every possible reason. One, old school baseball people who claim they don't like this rule. They're lying to themselves and lying to everybody else around them. They complain about the National League DH. Oh, my God, I hate the National League DH. Taking away strategy, bunting. Everybody shows up for sacrifice bunting. Well, guess what? The extra inning rule immediately gives you strategy immediately, not to mention a high impact moment. You have a runner in scoring position. You have it doesn't affect anybody's stats negatively. Um, You can get the runner over by running getting him over by just hitting a ground ball to the right side bunting him over or you can just go for the big inning it's kind of like looking at a uh, overtime in college football you get to start on the 35 yard line you can choose whether or not you want to kick a field goal one run or you go for the big touchdown play multiple runs two runs three runs and that usually can secure you the baseball game the only reason you shouldn't like it is that it ruins run lines uh, oh, ruins unders too, but terrible for unders too. But okay, oh, who plays there's a lot to there's a lot to unpack. On, <laughs> a lot to unpack on this. So I'm going to push back on a bunch of these points. There we the go. First, Here we go. The first, the first of which is I like the DH in the National League. So Good. that I, I I am a DH supporter. I'm an American League guy. It is artificial offense, so it impacts the pitcher who comes in who has to pitch out of the stretch right away, who's not used to pitching out of the stretch right away with the runner in second base. These are relief pitchers. They are all used to pitching out of the stretch right yeah, away. Some of them are. Closers aren't really. I mean, closers oftentimes come in with a clean slate. I mean, look at non-closing situations and closing situations. Okay. Yes, but often, but not always. We see a lot of uh, we see a lot of closers coming in, in eighth innings, cleaning up a fourth uh, run, fourth out situation. It's a very okay. common thing. No one bunts the runner over to third base ever. Never. Running is stupid. 
Running is not stupid. Okay. The idea is to win a baseball game, bunch him to third base, sacrifice fly game over. They don't do this. Everyone waits for the home run ball and they end up screwing it up because they get a guy who walked double play ball and then a strikeout and we're done. And, and they blow it all the time. So no one plays fundamental baseball anymore at all. So I hate that. It's not the way the game is played. It's as if you're going to add a sixth basketball player. You're adding, oh, we have five guys. Now we have six guys. You're changing the way the game is being played. Football, I don't like the college football rule anyway. So that's I, it's a good analogy because I don't like that either, the way that they do it, because you do Love take away rule. special teams. That's you long. take away the games that will be played. So NFL should do it. No way. So do, do you like the fact that they make them go for two now after three times? It's not even yes. a, an actual drive. It's just they make them go for two. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love chaos. I love it. It's my it's favorite not chaos. thing in the world. It's just, it, They're just throwing shit at the ground going, oh, let's see what happens. Like, there's no logic it's, behind it. It's fine. Why What's is it fine to, to have a two-point play, one play to set a football game? Why is Cody, that fine? I tell him this all the time. We're supposed to end the game. At some point, we need to end the game. This ends the game faster. Have you ever it played in a 20-inning game? Because I have, and I never want to do it again. <laughs> well, I get that point. I do understand the point about the game going too long. So I have solved that problem, which Dave doesn't like, which I'll give you my, my solution. Oh, my solution is you play three innings, top, bottom. So the full lineup for each team gets to bat. If there's no score after three extra innings, it's sudden death. And what is sudden death? First team that scores wins. Visitor scores, game ends. The the away team gets to hit first every inning. So if they score, the game's just over? Correct. And as a a home team, you blew it. You had nine outs. You had a full lineup with three times to go through your lineup to get the home field advantage to score last. You didn't score last. Now it's sudden death. Whoever scores first wins. Crazy. Just so we're clear, we're okay with this, but the ghost runner on second base, not okay? (laughs) Because we're playing baseball. I'm not manufacturing some artificial way to someone's brain. You just this is like gave the Elam sudden Lund. death where one team doesn't get to bat. Correct. They're actually, they batted three times. They batted. They had nine outs to play with. I'm not they don't get changing the way the game. The game's not being changed. We're still playing baseball. I'm not sticking some guy on second base and saying, okay, would, now deal with it. It would be like the defense attorney not being able to, to come back to after the plaintiff, the plaintiff bad, gets bad to analogy. say, bad and analogy. the defense attorney you, gets bad to analogy. say, you and get then the plaintiff shots. gets to go and wins. Done. See you. Now, you get three shots at that. So no, that, that, that's okay, if we had I'll, four. I'll, I'll fix the analogy. It's like you, they both got to go and give some arguments and then the defense attorney wasn't allowed to give his closing statement. In a way, but the, the closing statement is, is still, it's not a clean analogy because it's that you're giving the home team three chances to win the game and they've not been able to do it. So you can't claim they didn't get a chance. It's not like football where one team gets the ball and the other team doesn't. Both teams are getting the equal number of outs to end the game. And since it didn't happen, then we're going to end the game with a walk-off. I would love to see a walk-off road team. How fun would that be to see a, a, a dugout come out no. on the road? Oh, no, I'd love it. No, awesome. you don't want to so see fun. a walk-off road yes, team? Yes, it would be awesome. It would be so Why fun do we to watch want, the road team party like that. walls at stadiums? Yes. Hey, you want <laughs> chaos? Did you? Did, is that how you started the argument? I, I want chaos. I'm giving you chaos, chaos, but I don't. I don't want the fans at Fenway to go charge the stadium because the Yankees oh, walked it off in Fenway. Which that ain't, that ain't happening. Come on now. I'm from Boston. That ain't happening. Okay, hey, listen, I'm a Red, I played for the Red Sox. I we love the Red out. Sox. But we might boom Yankee off the field. Like, we're we're not, not, not gonna, just about anybody. Yeah, we're not. We're not gonna. I. I just think you have a chance. 
in baseball, I want the real game. I don't like when we artificially create situations to make something happen that we want to have happen. But you just said sudden death. You just artificially <laughs> created sudden death. Yes, exactly. I'm, I, but Come I'm up. creating. I'm, I'm again. I'm giving you three opportunities to bat in the bottom of the ninth, bottom of the tenth, bottom of the eleventh, bottom of the twelfth. You have a chance as a home team to walk off and end it. You couldn't do it. So now that you couldn't do it. Now I'm with you. 20 inning games are too long. I don't want 20 inning games. So let's find a way Nobody to end the game, but not doing it by sticking some stupid ghost runner on there. That's going to wind up killing run lines, <laughs> killing unders it's artificially inflating totals. It's, it's ridiculous. How many okay. you know what? I, Dave I learned this with this week. This. He, you've come around. Dave, Dave, they've learned this. You bet unders, you go to extra innings, you get your nuts kicked. Every oh, it happens. Time. That's it happened. <laughs> like Cody said, people don't bet on. There's most people don't. I do because I was in a book for a long time. I bet I like two today. I, I bet two today. <laughs> oh, good. I hope I you bet, get extra I bet a couple books. of first five inning unders, but after that, I try to stay away from unders altogether. <laughs> I I always refer. I like offense, man. I want un, I want overs to hit. Um, but listen, broken like a position player, Dave. To, to, to Matt's credit, to his credit. This is a unique idea, and I appreciate unique ideas, and it's something we need to hear more of. It's a bad unique idea, but it's a unique (laughs) idea, and I appreciate it. The brigade is – is. I mean, somebody just came in. George Mason just said, concede, Matt. Let it go. I mean, this is is let it go. So (laughs) the the brigade knows. Have you met me? I don't let things go. Come on. You never let things go. I I hate the ghost runner. I I will hate that thing for the day it goes away, and it will go away at some point very soon. I love it. It's not. I love it. I, I hope they, they I hope they forever. add two. Yeah. Two. Put them on first and second. Yeah, right. It's, it's a good Let's point. Go. Why don't do first and second? Hey, why don't, why don't we put them at third? Because if we're going to try to end the game, put them at no. third. With bases loaded and already yes, give them four runs. I'm in. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's do it. 100%. Never right? bet it yes. again. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you, want to make, you go to extra innings, both teams get four extra runs. I love it. Yes. It's, 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 it's the same logic. It's the exact uh, same logic that they're it's using. It's not the same logic, but it I is. understand it's the idea of it. Tell them, please. All right, listen. So let's let's talk about Otani because everybody's talking about Otani. I wore the Angel stuff today. Is he the best player in the game right now? Is he going to win the MVP? Is this thing done right now? And have you ever seen anybody like him before? No, no one's ever seen anybody like him. And is he the MVP right now? You can make an incredible argument that he is. I still maintain the argument right now, and I know you guys won't like hearing this at the moment, but if the season ended this exact second, I'd still put my vote to Aaron Judge. But that we might change in another week, because if we get another performance like Otani did on the mound, where he's going two for four with a triple and getting another 13 Ks, you just can't ignore it, man. And I know I understand people like, well, it's pitching stats and and offensive stats. You shouldn't put them together yes you should because if i'm taking moki betts's uh defensive metrics into accountability then you got to take in his pitching stats what would you say to somebody because dave and i have argued this if Atani has an incredible second half of the year pitching and offensively he continues to do what he has been doing hitting home runs he's been a force in both but if they say look the Cy Young's for pitchers mvp is for for players who do not pitch you can't give them both can you give Otani both awards if he's deserving of both? If he's deserving of both, yeah, I think you can give him both awards. And there's only one guy in the history of baseball where we're in that position. I truly think that. Like a few years ago when um, Clayton Kershaw won the MVP of the National League, that didn't sit well with me. I didn't think that was a deserved award. A guy that pitches once a week and affects one game a week, I don't think should be named most valuable player. 
We don't have that situation with Otani. He is playing six games a week. He's pitching one game a week. In fact, the Yank- the uh, Angels are currently two and eight in their last 10. Both wins were from Otani. This team cannot win if he's not on the mound. And quite frankly, you want to hear something really big here from Angels fans? The Angels need to trade Otani and they need to do it now. Oh, look at that. The brigade has been talking about that. Matt has been talking about that. I hate and- the Angels. I hate so I. them. It's I hate- so infuriating. Ru- Mike Trout, generational player. Atani, unicorn. Buried. If they played in New York, Philly, Chicago, Boston, they would be talked about every single second. We've been talking about Otani every damn morning going, how the hell did this guy do this? But he plays in the shadow of the Dodgers on the West Coast for a bad franchise and no one sees him. It's so frustrating. As baseball fans, we have just been robbed of the greatest Octobers potentially of all time from two of the greatest players who have ever lived. I'm going to say that I'm going to, I'm really going to put that out there. I truly think that Mike Trout is the greatest player who ever lived. I have never played against somebody or with somebody that has this guy's ability and talent. He just does everything that much better than everyone else. And it's not one or two things. It's everything. He does better than everyone. Otani, same thing. Just a unicorn. No one can do what this guy does. Goes out and hits 45 home runs and K's 13 a game. That's insane. And these are just two of the most unique players in the world. And we are never going to get to see them in October if they're still in Anaheim. Hold on. I got to ask a question because something just happened that's really kind of wild that I'm curious from Cody from an ex-player perspective. So the Astros were going to pitch Urquidy today. They then switched to Odorizzi today, and they've just gone back to Urquidy today. Hmm. As as a player, <laughs> what what's that like? Like as, as you're warming up and preparing for a certain starting pitcher, does that really screw with you if the team is uncertain as to who is going to start and they flip flop it? It can because it could affect the lineup. Quite frankly, the guys who thought they were going to be in the lineup today because of a pitching matchup, the lineup might get completely reshuffled. So if there was a lefty (laughs) facing and I was in that lineup getting ready to hit fifth to face this lefty and all of a sudden actually it's scratched Jacob deGrom's growing, I have a feeling I will no longer be in that lineup or I will be moved to a different spot in that lineup because my numbers against against a certain lefty are probably nowhere near as bad as what my numbers were against Jacob deGrom. So it could affect you that way. Of course, you can get different scouting reports. And I can't stress this enough. Scouting reports these days are detailed to a. Uh, the nth degree. And quite frankly, it's too much information. Major League Baseball and a lot of teams are starting to chat about maybe pulling back a little bit on the metrics and what we're letting players and even coaches kind of get their hands on. Because Mm. there is so much information right now that it's really hard to filter it and make it digestible for hitters, coaches, and quite frankly, media and people all over the place. This game is getting too complicated. Is it getting too complicated to bet on? Because we got all this information now almost at our fingertips. There's websites, there's, you know, videos, there's all kind of stuff. There's, you know, historical information has always been there. But when we look at it, you know, we got a lot of group of people here that that like to wager and like to wager on baseball daily. I don't even know what to tell anybody to look at specifically, Cody. I really don't. And I've been in the books for you know, 20 years making numbers and number process is the same, but I think the betting, can it get clouded from that perspective in your mind? 
I think it can if you don't know where to look, especially if you're someone that's a novice or someone that's somewhat new to it. There is a so much information that it could very much become one of those analysis paralysis type things. Yes. Hey, I see this very obvious bet, but I got 14 numbers over here completely torpedoing everything that I think. If I spend enough time, I can make the numbers say whatever the hell I want. It's best to just take a look at the number and go with your initial instincts. If you see a good track record off a pitcher, play that. Play a total basis prop. Total basis props are gifts that Vegas gives you. Mm. Uh, you like a home run prop? Okay. Home run props are lofty. We all know that. Bump it down to a hits prop so you can possibly get that money a little bit more. Of course, the payout's not going to be the same. And if you don't like the hit prop, you're not getting enough value. Bump it to total bases. Total bases has so many ways to pay you. And I love playing total bases. I try to tell people to play total bases as much as possible. Can you, David, anybody book total bases in Vegas? I don't think so, right? Nobody nope. bets that prop here. Yeah. We, we, oh, we no. can't it's bet that. Really? Oh, it's, it's my favorite. They got to start yeah, doing that. It's, it's, it's a everybody's favorite. And, and everyone has access to, to stuff we don't get. It's amazing. Yeah. Vegas is the, is the, you know, we are the betting Mecca, but there's all options that we can't bet because the Until books know they get beat. <clears throat> they get beat. And it's such an automated process. And a lot of the books here are still manual. Like you have to enter in manually every bet you offer. And that, I mean, you see the menus, you know, at every state other than us, mm -hmm. it's deep, it's long, it's, it's great for content. It's great for betting. And you can find, like you said, gifts every single day, no matter what the matchup is. Mm -hmm. And like, I found like a, a gift the other day. I was, I was on Bally sports and they even said, where'd you find that? I'm like, wasn't very hard. It was screaming. It was screaming at us <laughs> for whatever reason. I found a under three run first five inning prop for Max Fried and Max Scherzer for plus like 125. And I oh. spat out my drink thing. This should be negative money. Yes. <laughs> the click. It stinks because the markets that you guys have access to are so much more robust than the markets that we have. And it causes us. I mean, today we look at FanDuel, like we talk Circa and Westgate and all of our books here locally in Vegas, but we on the show talk more about FanDuel or the non books that are in Vegas because their menus are so much larger and the audience has access to them. So we're like talking about numbers that we don't even have the ability to play here in Vegas. And it's very frustrating. Dave explains why, because it's the rules and how it's done here with the gaming control board, but it's you know, the opportunities to bet on really cool baseball stuff. You guys have a far better menu than we do. We yeah. do. And it, it, we are a little spoiled in that. But I do think that might change as things go forward, because Major League Baseball so getting entrenched with uh, sports gambling. You know, I, I've, I've had meetings with some people in Major League Baseball that truly think that there will be an iPad at every single seat at the stadium at one point <laughs> that you can wager pitch by pitch by pitch. Oh, oh it's the, it, Dave is what I did in the book back in the day. CG, where Dave used to work, that's what they they rolled it out back in the day. They gave you a little tiny Basically right. a tablet before tablets were real. Mm -hmm. You go and sit down, you'd make your deposit, and you could bet ball strike, you could bet hit out every pitch. I had no clue. I was 23 years old. I didn't know what latency was. So I didn't know there was a lag. The book knew what had <laughs> happened before I ever bet it. I was betting into a market that had already happened. I was too dumb <laughs> to know. And this was like in 19 or in 2000 and probably three or four. And like it's now I'm like, what was I doing? They already knew like five minutes beforehand. I was like, it was satellite broadcasting in the early 2000s so like now latency is a huge deal but if you go to the book sorry if you go to the game and you have the ability to bet in your state on a phone that's how you could beat the book because you're actually mm -hmm. faster than, than the book 
And, you know, you're already seeing it right now in in Washington, D.C. You're seeing that they already put in a sports book there. They're doing it at Wrigley Field as we currently speak. Um, This is where all baseball, football, hockey, this is where it's going. And uh, it's either get on board or don't. But this is where it is. And this is where it's going to be. Could you imagine she, like Shoeless Joe Jackson, like the, the ghost of Shoeless Joe Jackson oh. like, came, came up and walked. He walks into Wrigley Field. He's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Right. You guys for a hundred years. I got thrown. You guys made me the poster child for the e- the evil of this sport. And now Wrigley Field's got a damn sports book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it getting out there, man. And hey, listen, I, I think it's exciting. It brings a lot of entertainment to the game. Makes me listen. I'm a baseball guy. I love baseball more than just about anything in the world, but you can't convince me to give two shits about the Royals versus the Detroit Tigers for the next two months if I try. But unless unless I got a really nice line on it or there's a pitching prop I really dig, you unless better believe better, right? I love the Kansas City Royals, Detroit Tigers. Exactly. You're going to watch it all the way into the end. I mean, I'm watching Angels games until like here on the West Coast. They're going until 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. It's two o'clock in the morning. I know people who are up in our Discord channel who are on the East Coast sweating the game with me. They yeah. never would be doing it otherwise. It's 2 a.m. No and they're way. watching the game. Yeah, it's exciting. Uh, and I think it brings a different aspect of the game. And, you know, honestly, it, it gives a different aspect to break down baseball. You know, as a baseball analyst, somebody that's played the game, has coached the game, has been around it in a lot of different angles. Breaking down these numbers in a kind of a different, unique fashion is really honestly fun for me. I love finding some value where especially where people don't find value. Um, There are a lot of intangibles that, you know, you can't quantify. So I love playing into those intangibles because I know about those intangibles and nuances. I know a lot of the players. I know how they react to certain things. I can see certain things on the field that I do think that most gamblers don't get to see. So I get to take advantage of that. Two things for me before I let you go, or, you know, Matt may have one more after. One, you got to tell the people about your hat collection because the BVB brigade and the hat thing is becoming a thing. And I know you've got a tremendous collection of hats. And two, second question, how many games are the Raiders going to win this season? Over or under eight and a half? I want to say over because I'm a degenerate Raider fan, but I also have to be honest that they are in the most ridiculous division in the history of the NFL. Derek Carr is a top 10 quarterback. He's not even top three in his division. I hate my life under. You won't. No, you won't hate your life. Oh, oh, no. David and I are are fighting here. I'm all in. Are you? He's all in. I'm all in too as a fan. I'm not going to put my money on it, no, but I'm I all am, in as a I'm, fan. As a, as a gambler, I'm in. Oh God, Raider, are you sure? He likes the back, over, Cody. Back to back years, last year, year before that, I've made money both times betting the over on the Raiders win totals and betting the over on the Raiders win total again. Flyer bet on them to win the West. Flyer bet on them to go to the Super Bowl. See that? Can they win the division? Can, can they win uh, the division? Uh, I'm terrified of the Chargers. The Chargers are scaring me right now. I'm not as scared nah, they of got, the Chiefs as I am the Chargers. Be, don't be afraid of ping pong ball coach. <laughs> oh boy. Staley. Don't be afraid of ping pong balls for he got ping pong balls. Yeah. He had he had a shot. He had a shot to show him some, some brass balls. He's got Look, ping pong oh, balls. He's got the helmets. He's wow. you know, this guy's all in with this Raider team. Let's Dude, do it. I mean, let's, let's, let's I'm an L, I'm a straight out of Compton LA Raider fan, man. That's wow. how serious wow. I am. Wow. Let's be real clear. I, I'm, I'm on the Raiders. Collection. Yeah, we're yeah. Oh. 
What about Tell them about this hat collection. Oh, BVB oh, well, Brigade, you think I got a lot of hats. Because the minor league teams you've played for, you've got some phenomenal lids. I've seen I heard pictures. you talking about the trash pandas a little bit. I didn't play for them, and I didn't. I don't think I ever played in that league either. But I did reach out to them, and they sent me a hat just because I loved the hat, and they were very kind to send oh. it my way. So I do have a trash pandas hat. Beautiful. I need to um, do that. I need to hit hit up the, the old guy. I lived there for five years. So, I mean, I there were the Huntsville Stars when I was there, but the, the Rocket City trash pandas is a phenomenal lid. It really is. <laughs> So here are all the hats I have. I'll I'll, I'll just take you through them. Let's go piece by piece. I played uh, 11 years professionally. I played for eight organizations. I went through the entire minor league organization of the San Diego Padres from rookie ball, short season A ball, low A, high A, double A, triple A. I played in... Oh, God, another five triple A cities. I played in another two double A cities. I have every single home, road, uh, alternate... Mother's Day, Father's Day, Fourth of July, Memorial Day hat, you name it, every special Star Wars night hats, I got them. I have hundreds of hats in a gigantic box in my garage right now, and at some point, I'm going to turn it into a massive art project. It's going to cover the entire side of my house, and I'm really excited to do this at some wonderful point. I have hundreds of hats in a gigantic box that could, and I believe I described it to you, Dave, a box big enough to carry roughly around six dead bodies. <laughs> are you going to get clearance for this? Like, how are you going to get clearance to put up the hats on display? Like in the house. I mean, like always you- ask for forgiveness rather than permission, Dave. That's my <laughs> motto in life. Put that on a t-shirt. That's yeah, right. it. Mm-hmm. Always. Ask- I don't care if my HOH is bad. It's going to cover my entire house. <laughs> I wasn't even talking about the HOA. I was That's talking phenomenal. about the boss inside the house. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. This is going to be outside my house. I'm going to just oh. decorate all ha- my, I'm going to have the hat house. <laughs> this sounds like Dave, you got dream. competition, my friend. Jessica's like going to not, J- Jess may not appreciate this story that <laughs> giving you this idea. Shane watching uh, the show right now. She's at work. Right. Don't tell anybody. Well, I'll let you go on this. NL Cy Young, Alcantara goes today for the Marlins. Any chance he doesn't win the award in your mind? I can't imagine he doesn't. I got everything on Alcantara today. Right now, he's got a six and a half K prop at over plus one. It's plus 115, uh, six and a half K prop, I should say. And I took the over. Yes, I took the over. I'm always going to take the over. If I see the name Sandy Alcantara or Pablo Lopez, I take the over. Oh, really? Pablo Lopez, too? I just love that guy. I He's paid me so much money this season. He's been great. And for whatever reason, every once in a while, you can find him on some low and high value, but low K uh, props. I find him mm. a lot. I've, every once in a while, I'll find him at four and a half, but usually I get him around five and a half. Mm. Cody, give the folks all the info where they can find where to get you. Absolutely. Find me on Twitter at Decker six. Find me on Instagram, anti-hero baseball, specifically on Sunday. Follow me on Instagram because I will be hitting at Dodger stadium, testing out the last day for the home run derby, hitting some dingers and getting everything ready for ESPN and MLB network. So you guys can watch Pete Alonzo win his third straight uh, home run derby. He's the final boss. That's what he is. In fact, I think they should change the actual format of the home run derby where Pete Alonzo doesn't compete at all. And he sits in a throne like Shao Kahn in Mortal Kombat two. And he sits there and just, shouts insults at everyone that tries to hit a home run and then he comes in at the very end and he beats the living shit out of everybody that's what the home run derby should be change the game look at this guy this was a lot of fun man enjoy the all-star game enjoy the all-star break thank you for coming on we'll do it again soon all right gentlemen thank you so much for having me you're both handsome hatted men (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you that very much. <laughs> Cody Decker at Decker Six joining us here on uh, the Bostonian versus the right about that extra inning rule, too. No, it's not. It's okay, though. You both are wrong. <laughs> and you and, 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 and look at you. you. You came around. You told me that I was right on Monday. Decker comes on in, and all of a sudden you're running back to your old ways. I just which, said you're not right. Are you on? I, I'm going back to my old world. You can't be on either side of the road. You're in the, in the middle like of the road. The you, get run, you get run the fuck over when that happens. I like the rule. Which side of the road are you on? You I like the on rule. Both. I said I like the rule. I know it hurts you. It, uh, it, it got me twice this week already. Twice with this total thing. I'm learning like, you know, not really liking unders as much. <laughs> I have two today. Watch me lose them both. <laughs> uh all right, let's talk some NBA before we get to baseball. We'll go back to talking, talking baseball in a second. So the NBA, uh, let's talk about the, the Pacers put an offer up for DeAndre Ayton. Literally, as the offer came in, the Suns matched it. Yep. So he's not going anywhere. Where is KD playing? We talked about predictions for when we come back, but I don't think it's going to be solved by the time we come back. Where is Kevin Durant playing? Because I'm gonna, I, I said it a week ago. I'm gonna say it again. He's staying in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. Right. And now the betting numbers have completely flipped. It's now even money that he stays with the Nets. Yeah, it's. I mean, to start the season, he's staying with the Nets. I, I, it's, it's, I would be sh- very surprised if he does not at this point. Um, the signing and then the matching means until December 15th or January 15th, one of the two, the Suns can't move eight. Mm-hmm. So he's for a there. year, right? For one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and Mitchell's being shocked, but it's not Mitchell for KD doesn't work. There's no, you can't do it. Math wise, they want draft picks. And Danny Ainge has been kind of not officially, but unofficially saying to, to media members, they want picks. He wants a Brooklyn Boston type of trade. He wants a ton of picks for Mitchell. He does not want a superstar like Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant ain't going to Utah. Right. So that's I mean, the, that's, just, done. that's right. not even an option. Right. So now what do you do now? If you're Kevin Durant, you just kind of buckle up and go, all right, I'm, I'm here. What else can he do? I mean, he I just feel bad for everybody trade. that, I mean, people were betting minus two forty on the Suns for Kevin Durant. I mean, they thought right. it was done. Yeah. Betting on this stuff. Is nobody such a knows bad, shit. Not even that, but it's a bad, it's not only that nobody knows anything. It's also just that the reporting that we are seeing from people in woes, oh. I mean, that we're seeing they're clueless as much as anybody else. And to bet on what these guys, what Schefter says or what woes says, stop guys. Okay. The books are walking you literally off a ledge. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not, it's throwing money away. It's not real gambling. It's not a sport. It's not a game. It's what somebody in some room, in some boardroom, in some office building is going to make a phone call to make it happen or call a media member to get them to do what they want. Stop betting the stuff. I couldn't agree more. Stop booking it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, and um, we talked to, I, I talked to DP off the air, David Purdom, and I mean, he had a, a good tweet about this. And, you know, hopefully he'll be able to join us, you know, sometime soon. But you don't have to book everything. I, I, I used to say this in the room all the time. Like, and you don't make enough money to put this shit up. Mm. And then you put it up kind of knowing that it's guesswork anyway. And these people report this stuff and all this steam comes. The books don't close it. They just move it. 
They just take bets and move it because now this happens and now you're stuck with really, you know, chasing his Phoenix. There's no chance he's going to Phoenix. Mm -mm. None. Not right now. That was the piece they had to make work to get him there before the season, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, to to make the money work and everything else, he needed to have that three, that three leg trade to happen. And now it's the Suns aren't really interested. They like their, they like their core. And now it's, I mean, again, it it felt like he was just pulling a team in a thin air. Like, I want to go to the Suns. Wait, wait, what? So, yeah, I think Kevin Durant is is sticking around. James Uh, Corris is leaving the chat, by the way. He said he's got to run, but we convinced him to two units, Sandy Alcantara, over six and a half Ks. Let's go. How about that? Alcantara is incredible. I mean, he's going seven every damn game. It's seven innings. So, it's... It's, it's, it's pretty wild. Uh, Adam Silver yesterday speaking about the 82 game schedule. He's say, he said, I'm not looking to shorten the season, but it's a conversation we all should have. What's Mm -hmm. optimal in terms of the number of games on a player's body. Let's be realistic about that. Said I'm in favor of guaranteed contracts, but it may be that on your typical top typical guaranteed contracts, some incremental money should be based on the number of games played and results of those games. <laughs> That's how much the industry works where the, there's financial incentives, even among highly paid executives for performance. Do you think we should be incentivizing players to win number of games? It's a really interesting deal. You can say, look, you must play X number of games and you must win X number of games to get your performance bonus in a contract. And if you get hurt, you can't get them. Right. Well, you, you have some type of, right. I mean, that's like in the NFL, I mean, so we you have quarter, quarterbacks have certain incentives for like touchdown passes, you know, and like yardage. Yeah. That's incentives you, in our contract. That's not for games played. They have performance. Right, it's, a, it's a performance incentive. It's the same thing. This is, this would be a performance incentive. Meaning if you win the game, you get more money. You play the game, you win more money. Incentivizing playing in a contract is what they're thinking about doing with the CBA to prevent rest, prevent load management. I don't know. Uh, it's a really tricky, weird because it, it comes into sounds like I, bullshit. I'm bringing to me, it up, I'm not gonna lie. It, it does, but I'm bringing it up because of a thing with gambling and betting. This is significant oh. because oh. I've seen so many people get screwed when you think a star player is playing. Like it's funny. They're using the 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 people who are talking about the NBA today on this quote from Silver are talking about the family in Utah who gets a Christmas ticket package for their family to go watch LeBron play with the Lakers. And then LeBron says, I'm not playing 10 minutes for the game, and they're pissed off because they thought they're gonna go see LeBron James. I'm looking at it from the gambling perspective that there's a guy walks into the book. He makes a bet thinking LeBron's going to play. And then 10 minutes for the game, LeBron pulls out and you're like in baseball, when there's a switcher, a switching of a major league of a starter, they can void the bet depending if you bet action or not. LeBron doesn't play for Laker game. There's no refund of your ticket. Like it's action. <laughs> when you play it, it's action. Well, I'll give you the book's perspective. You, you, you work in the book and you take hundreds of bets on a game and then he don't play. And you're really screwed. You're like, right. oh, you know, happens all the time. It's been happening for years. I don't know how. I mean, I like the argument with, I mean, I went to Cleveland to see Michael Jordan play. 
was one time. I was dry, right. drove two and a half hours. And if he didn't play, I'd have been pissed off. But I would have, like, you know, I didn't have control over that. So it's when the Eastern Conference team plays the Western Conference team, and it's the only trip in. We used to see this when I was a kid when, you know, the Penguins were playing Edmonton. If Gretzky didn't play, that was the only time he was in. Like, it was, it was, a, it was a treat to go see somebody play for the only time in person. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you can see it on TV. I mean, that was really the only time I could see Edmonton when I was a kid. wasn't like it was on different things, and it was in the mid to late 80s. I mean, there wasn't a lot of options. Um, I think it would help both sides of the counter on the gambling aspect of it. Knowing ahead of time if a guy's going to be scratched or not, at least it's all above board. It's those hour before, when you put the line up the night before, you take bets the night before all day, and an hour before, it's like, oh, he's not playing. And usually you find that out by somebody playing the other side. You don't, and Then you get the alert. LeBron's sitting tonight. Oh, mm-hmm. that's why they took plus eight. Oh, now it's minus three. You know, it was the Lakers minus eight. Now it's minus three. Now what do we do? Well, they took eight. Now they're laying three, and we got a pregame middle we got to avoid from the book's perspective. I don't know. Do you think? Do you think the players would would want to do this? No, because what they're going to do this is all negotiation. So the right. NF, the the NBA wants the mid season tournament to be a thing. So, which by the way, what do you think about that? I like it. Basketball is meant to be played in tournament in, in tournament format. So I, I like to play in tournament. I like a mid-season tournament. A mid-season tournament? Basketball is meant to be played tournament style. It's how the game is the most exciting things you watch when you watch sports going up. AAU tournaments, college basketball tournaments, pre-conference college basketball tournaments. It's It's just the way basketball is meant to be played this way. So I like it. I, I think it's really cool to have a bracket set up. I, I, I mean, European soccer has had it for years. And, you know, I, I think for an American basketball fan, I think it would take some use getting used to. But if they drop the games down to 76 and they add a midseason tournament, I'm cool. I, I think that that could be really interesting and unique and something fun to watch and something unique to the NBA. If you win it, like, what does it, how are money. they going to, oh, it's just straight cash money. Yeah, it's like, you know, just a money tournament. Like it's it's you are the champion. It's just the same thing that you would win it. You know, you win the NBA championship. Like, what do you win? Well, you win money, a lot of it. You win a championship. Okay, so this would be winning a championship. Ship. You'd be, you'd be win of the, the you would win the chip. You'd win you would win the mid season chip. <laughs> you know, and see how many of those. It's it's a ring. Literally, you make it like, wow, yeah. it's a ring. It, you would win a ring, I and, don't and like maybe that. you know, a waste. Why is it a waste? Again, why is it a waste? Is it a waste when it, when, hold on, when a college basketball team comes to Vegas and wins a tournament here in Vegas and they hold up a trophy, is that a waste? It's a, it's an exhibition. It's, I mean, it counts toward their season wins and stuff, but it's not, not an exhibition. It's a, it's a tournament. They won a tournament. Same thing will happen in the NBA. You win a tournament. It's the same thing. Nobody cares who wins a Maui Classic five minutes after they win the Maui Classic. Okay, and nobody will care that who won the NBA midseason championship. Five so why the have it? Because it's extra fun. It's entertaining and fun. Because I watch the Maui Classic every damn year, and I bet the Maui Classic every damn year. 
So and I'll does bet it the increase NBA. the stakes in your mind? Do you think? Of Was that why you would watch it? It's different. It's a different way of playing basketball. It's different schedule. It's higher intensity. It's you're playing for something on the line. Basketball is uh, this is how basketball is supposed to be played. That's almost like eighty-two games. It's ridiculous. That's why guys are getting hurt like crazy. It's meant to be played in short bursts, five games in nine days, like that type of stuff. But then you stop. You don't keep going. You don't play five games in nine days to hold for five months, which is what they basically do. Guys get yeah, worn they, down. When you look at the schedule, I mean, they they spaced out the um, the back to backs, so they kind of got away from that. But I mean, it still happens. I you know, I see I mean, why the players do the load management. I do right. And like, I mean, SoCal just said it. So you do this. Do you get guys like falsely reporting injuries? Or do you think this is, would incentivize well, guys no, to I, I play think what through could injuries what, more because they got to get to this contract? Like, that's possible. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I think could happen is if like you have a tournament game on Monday and a non-tournament regular season game on Thursday, you play Monday, you sit Thursday. You play for the tournament. You play in those games because they matter more than you do. What on if Thursday. you get the reverse, like college football guys going to the pros? They don't mm-hmm. play in the postseason bowl game or whatever it is because they're going to go on and play in the regular season or be drafted. Like Where because I mean, the high, they're going to a higher league than the NBA. Well, no, I mean, but like, there's guys that like to go to the Olympics for hockey. I mean, that's the Olympics. It's a midseason tournament. All right. They go to another right. country, they play together, and then they come back. But there's guys and owners that'll be incentive. like, look, you're dinged up. You're not going there. You, you, you play for us. Right. But but that's because you're playing for something that's non, you're not wearing the team's uniform. You're gonna be wearing a Laker uniform. LeBron's playing for the Lakers in a midseason tournament. LeBron's playing for the Lakers. But he may play in the tournament on Monday and sit for the regular season game on Thursday. Because there's more incentive, there's more on the line for the Monday game than the Thursday game. Just trying to give people something else to watch. The NBA wants something new. I like it. I mean, I, I think the more, in a, I think the more you innovate, the more fun it is. Brian Windhorst made a good point this morning on ESPN about the NBA wanting to have something to sell because the NFL has created Thursday night football. The draft now is over three days and it travels all over the country. You know, the combine, they, they air the combine all the time. So like, the, the NBA really has been kind of other than the play in tournament, they haven't added anything in a long time. Right. So they want to keep on innovating in trying to create new ways of watching and new ways of betting on the sport. I guess so. I, I, I think it would be a hard sell myself. I don't know. I, I think it would work. I, I think I think it would work really, really well. During football would, season? Yeah, I think it would work really, really well. I think it, it, it would it wouldn't it would be in December or January. It wouldn't really be up against a full slate of NFL football games. January, maybe. It can't be during yeah. a regular season, the NFL. It's just yeah. during January, do it over the course of two weeks. I like it. I, I neutral again, site? No, I don't think so. I, I don't think I mean again, I don't know all the all the specs as to how they want to do it exactly, but I don't think so. I think it would be games played in people's buildings. Yeah. Yeah. And they fly court. them all down to Cancun and have a you know. No, because you want the tickets. Yeah, but you want the tickets. You that would just be for TV, and I could get they would do that. But I, I, I mean, I think it would be they better. Could to sell do that. It. Yeah. Well, I mean, we saw it with the bubble. I mean, people were watching, but a lot with with the bubble. Um, before we get to the baseball games, real quick on you on the UFC fight night happening tomorrow night. If you are just a casual UFC fan, 
I'm going to recommend watching this because you will really like this. Ortega versus Rodriguez in a non-pay-per-view setting tomorrow night is absolutely flipping awesome. It's in New York. It's going to be a rocking atmosphere. This is a hell of a card. Ortega versus Rodriguez is going to be phenomenal. This is Ortega's first fight. Since Minus 165 or 170. So it's a competitive fight too. Yes. And Ortega, I mean, Yair, Yair is a complete wild card. We, we don't know what the hell this guy is going to do. He, I mean, he had a, a rocket ship career. He lost to Max Holloway in his last fight, but that was back in 2021 in November. He beat Jeremy Stevens. In, I mean, in a, in a three round fight, um, it, it was a no, a no contest in the first fight, but he's only fought three times, two times in 2019, one time in 2021. And now here in July, this guy has not been active for the star power. He had Ortega's fight against Volganovsky is still the best fight I've ever seen in person. It was psychotic. And I learned a lot about Ortega, learned a lot about Volganovsky too in that fight, but cannot wait to watch these two dudes go after it. But the story is beyond the headline. Misha Tate, who most fighters, most fans will know Misha Tate. She's fighting at 125. She made weight today. When she got on the scale, she looked like a different person. Like she looked emaciated. Like I was almost like gasping. Now she says she feels really good, but I, we've never seen her at 125 and she's fighting a really tough opponent in Laura Murphy. Lauren Murphy. Minus 215. Tate is yes. minus 215 currently. Nikki has, uh, yep. has her at Because uh, she is, and that that is mostly, I think, and I don't know if I, if, if Nikki would agree with this, but I think Kalekas is making that because he's bracing for the Tate money coming in. So try to get ahead make, of it and find some dog money. That's probably yeah. what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to get he's trying to get Lauren Murphy money because this is going to be one way action. No one's going to bet Lauren Murphy, who just lost lost to, to Valentina Shevchenko in her last fight. Two, sorry, one in four in three, Misha Tate over her last four fights. This is why she's she at Bantamweight, the former Bantamweight champion, has not fought at 135 well. Now dropping down to 125 here we have no idea i i don't think you can bet this fight honest to god we don't know what misha tate is going to look like at 125 she could be a monster she may balloon up by the time the fight happens she may weigh 140 i don't know she may have like a 10 pound weight advantage on murphy come the fight murphy was i i was at i watched her fight against shevchenko that was on the same card as ortega i wasn't impressed at all like i i laura murphy is an okay fighter i and i think misha tate should win this fight but I don't think you can uh, until we see what she looks like at 125. I'm not sure you really can make a hard line. And man, I don't know. She, she, I don't think she should be two dollars. That's that. That I, I'm surprised at that. But you know, she has an inch height advantage. She has a two inch reach disadvantage. Tate obviously can grapple, and she's going to want to do takedowns. But Murphy's pretty good with takedown defense at about 65. percent Can't wait to watch it though. Just want to see what Cupcake looks like at 125. Because it could restart her whole career after two kids, getting married, getting away from the sport, going overseas, going to Thailand, running with the one championship folks, coming back, and now making 125. I Again, go look at her on the scale this morning. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> she, looks, she looks so different at 125. She looks like when Connor used trying to make 135. And it was like, yeah, you don't look like the same person at 135. Is this whole card on ABC? Yes. Yeah. The whole card. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. 
It's it starts very- our time Pacific at eight o'clock in the morning. It's it's a very unique start time. It's to capitalize on the whole, and it's to capitalize on the fact that it's All Star Weekend. So there's not a lot going on. It's but in Elmont, New York, too. Yeah, upstate yes. New York. It says. Yep, upstate wow. New York. Yep. So okay. you got Michelle Watterson, who's fighting on this card. Who, who's who's now? You know, I, I don't know much about Amanda Lemos besides I've watched a couple of her fights, but that's an interesting one. Lemos is a monster favorite, as she should be in this fight. Um, 11 and two for her. She's, uh, Lemos lost to Jessica Andrade in her last fight, but that was back. That was in April. Wow. That's quick turnaround for her arm triangle. First round submission. She lost that fight. But before that she had won her previous four fights. Um, but this is, I mean, I, I think if you're not a diehard UFC fan, this is a free card to watch on ABC. It's going to be, this is what, this is what Dana White does when he's on ABC. He puts on banger fights. He knows how to get his fans. He does not put up duds. It's. I was going to say, it's pretty impressive. There's only, I mean, almost half or $2 or less. Mm-hmm. There's not too many. There's not too many Lemos fights. Is the biggest, is, is Lemos is the biggest favorite on the card, right? Lemos is the biggest favorite on the card. Yeah, yeah. minus 315. Mm-hmm. There's a 260 with Muda Jerry and Schnell or whatever. But for the most part, there's a lot of competitive fights, and that's good for action too. I mean, those are those are great in the book. I'd much rather. Oh, like there were there were events that you know there were eleven fights and ten favorites won, and it was just like man, I was just trying to just mitigate the risk and tr- you know try to move numbers and try to get some bets on dogs, and it was like everybody knew already who was going to win. So yeah. that's good to hear that this is this is pretty good. Speaking of knowing, we got yeah. some some new people still in the house here. Flood House. Uh, um, Flood House. And Jedi Dick Sensei said, smash <laughs> the like button. I mean, just came right in. You really I love read that. his name. You really <laughs> I absolutely read the name. Well, I'm not allowed to read the name now, too. What the hell are you talking about? How about, not, how about not that name? <laughs> oh. Are you like Anchorman that if somebody writes something on the screen, you'll just read it? It doesn't matter what it <laughs> I, I don't know. Whatever their name is, they'll read you'll just read it. Cole. I mean Jedi White. What's another good one? Yeah, that's all right. Oh yeah. my gosh. What the all right, let's roll through some baseball bets for today. Yankees have lost four or five. Boston coming in in town here today. Red Sox have sucked of late. What do you make of the Red Sox and the Yankees tonight? Oh, what's the line? Let's see. I had heavy to see numbers up. Click refresh. Nice, we are nice looking at whoa, Montgomery minus yeah. one sixty four. Yeah, and um, still minus one seventy, minus one eighty. I like the Red Sox in Valdi. I like the over. I like the over as well. Eight. Yeah, it's all at eight. Okay. Yeah, I would lean Red Sox in over today. Can the Red Sox miss the playoffs? They opened up the year ice cold. We're the hottest team in the on the planet in June and May, mm-hmm. and now they can't beat anybody again. It's the way this thing goes, man. There's a lot of times where it's just up, down, up, down. Um, down, down. I mean, th- th- this is not this is bad. The Red Sox currently are tied with the Blue Jays for the last wild card spot. Orioles are a game and a half behind them. Guardians I are two it. games behind them. I love it. 
you know, if Orioles make the postseason and Boston doesn't, heads are going to roll in, in, in with the Red Sox. I'm on the lookout for both the orange and the black Orioles stuff. I old school, the, the old school hat. Oh, getting the old. I love the Cal Ripken old school. Oh, it's the best with the Oriole guy, uh-huh. Oriole the bird. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oriole. How lame is that? Their mascot is called Oriole the bird. My God, it's bad. You got one of the best ones ever with Wally. We talked about that. Yeah. that that's Wally the Green Monster. Um, can the Red Sox miss the playoffs? Yes. Jeez. Do so I think bad. they will? No. I think that I think they're going to. You do? You think they're going to win the odd one out? I don't think the, or I think the Orioles are going to make it, but I think there's going to be teams behind them that make charges. I think the White Sox could put could put it together. The Guardians could put it together. I don't. I mean, I it, it's. Seattle being there is such a joke that I, I have a hard time believing that Boston can miss the playoffs because it's Tampa, Seattle, and Toronto right now that are currently either tied or above them. And the teams below them are the Orioles, Guardians, and White Sox. <laughs> so it's, it's like, give Wowza. me a break. American League just sucks. There's some really bad teams in the American League. It's going to be interesting. So, I mean, any one of those teams below can get that last spot. Really I, don't, I mean, the Orioles could do it just as well as anybody. The, the Guardians with you know Bieber and another guy can get a couple you know pitching stops to streaks mm-hmm. the white Sox are i don't know what the hell's going on there i don't think anybody does but they can go real off eight nine ten in a row and flip that whole you know story so i i still think boston's going to be there i just think the lineup's too good i know that pulled up well, they could blow it up though, also at the trade deadline. You think they will? That Boston they didn't say will, they said they could. JD Martinez could be traded, Sandra Bogarts could be traded. Wow. So, I mean, if, if they don't feel like they have a, a championship caliber team, they might look to unload payroll. But I don't know. In Boston, the USB, USB arena is next to Belmont Racetrack. In, in New York, Elmont, New York. Yeah, I didn't know that. Wow, Javi Cash, that. thank you. Shout out to you, sir. Welcome to the show. Hit the like button. Watch and, the, uh, yeah, the card. I mean, seriously, if you aren't if you aren't a guy who watches a lot of UFC, the card tomorrow is absolutely worth your time. Good. That's why I'm wearing the little one. One more sleep means a couple different things today. Right. One more sleep for vacation. One more sleep for one that card. Yes. Couple couple things there. Thanks. Wood uh, Woodruff versus Wood. Total is seven tonight. Under. Brewers and Giants at San Francisco. Oh, man. It was a masterful game last night. That game was six and a half. Uh, Brewers, San Francisco. And it was a dead under. Although it got the extras and I'm like, here we go. Like this is, is this really going to go over? Um, Not so crazy about this one though. Like uh, juice to the over. Yeah. I might, I, I'd lean over. Right. Because Wood scares me. Exactly. That's that scares me too. Mm-hmm. Feels a little been. cheap with Woodruff. I, I I think I might play the Brewers here on minus one thirty. That's cheap. Road favorite. It's been really good. Mm. I don't know. I have to get the numbers. See if Giants they win when stunk. he pitches. Yeah, there, there's stunk. a team that I don't think is going to make the playoffs. The Giants aren't going to make the playoffs. No. Whoa. I don't think so. I don't know. They they could play a lot better in the second half of the year. 
Uh, the Brewers are Woodruff is seven and three with a 4.01 ERA over the last five games with him pitching. They're three and two. Okay. Lost four, three, two, nothing win, five, three, win four, two loss, five, one, all unders over the last, or I guess that was eight. Tampa Bay was eight. So four, oh, and one to the under for mm. Woodruff over his last five. No run first inning. It's all goodness gracious. We're going Got back to this. last night. Did you bet it? The no run first inning in the Brewers? Uh, yeah. No. Okay. I was like, when are you betting Nerfies? I was like, wait, 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 wait. You're betting Nerfies? Uh, Marlins are minus 166 with Alcantara on the mound today against Philly. Willing to lay it? I would only lay it. It's it's Marlins or pass. I don't want – I mean, him, the – Last start before the All Star break, like mm. the run line, it's too expensive. Run line, the total is seven. Just couldn't stomach the run line, and I think it's too expensive to bet the money line. I can't trust the Marlins at one sixty six. It's too much no, money. Cannot. Can't do it. It's too expensive. So it's no. I I used it as part of the parlay. So run line or money line? Money line. Okay. I mean, because the totals, I mean, offshores are six and a half right now. Yeah, it's too scary. It's seven under a quarter in Vegas, and it ain't going to last. DraftKings already went to six and a half over. So, yeah, I I don't want want run line in a game with six and a half as a total. The Blue Jays were monster favorites yesterday. Biggest favorite of the season, sir. And they lost (laughs) 3-1. Didn't even only go one run. Like like Euchre said in Major League, one hit. All we got is one goddamn hit. Yeah, they got one run. That's it. Um, So now they're back at minus 350. Granky on the mound against Manoa. Manoa day. You know what that means. Manoa, K-prop, over. Mm. Although the, the Royals... Don't strike out nearly as much. Who's playing their team? This is not the Royals. This is a totally exactly. different team. Right? Different teams. Not all, throw their numbers out the window. Like we have no right. idea what they're going to do. Yes. Um, it's interesting because that line moved. Like Maddie and the boys at Win closed that thing four ninety yesterday. I had three eighty, closed four ninety. One way action. They laid it multiple times. Say, did you get any dog money? He said, no. Okay. We get the dog money today? No. Who in the hell is going to bet the Royals today? They won yesterday. So, I mean, this other jurisdictions have Manoa to win to get the Mm -hmm. win Mm -hmm. is only minus 120. That's an option for you. He's been involved in a lot of decisions. He, he he's been going deep into games. So I need to tell you something. Okay, come here and tell me something really fast. What <laughs> fast? Tell me something. Um, what? I got a duplicate in one of them and I want to exchange it. Okay, we'll do it after the show's over. But this is not a time for now. Right, great. We'll deal with it. Okay. okay we'll, we'll do it later. Okay. Her birthday's in two weeks and she got a birthday present. She wants to return it. Because great. No, yeah. Pressing. Okay, that's fine. Yes, okay, we'll do it later. We'll do a duplicate later. Thank you. I'm off the air in 20 minutes. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Not important. Um, <laughs> talk to you when it's important. Uh, Darvish you today, when it's important, Matt, she's seven. Everything's important. She's soon to be eight. I know. Blue, uh, Darvish is minus 184 against Mad Bum on the money line today. 
This is a little awkward. Yeah. Isn't this too, isn't this too expensive? Of course. 184 is a little wacko. I know the Padres are good. Diamondbacks are bad, but come on. Really? Minus 184? You see the Diamondbacks record in division games? They stink. Bad. They I think stink. We talked about it here. I mean, they got the Giants. They stink. They think I guess everyone in the division, they stink. They have the worst division record. Everyone else in the division has a winning division record except the Diamondbacks, who are losing to everybody. They beat mm-hmm. all the Diamondbacks' wins have come from outside the division. I think they only have 10 in-division wins, like 30 losses, something like that. So that's why the line's inflated. The line's always inflated when Darvish pitches. I have no desire to lay 180 with the Padres coming off that series in Colorado. Well, they weren't good. Is it Colorado or Colorado? I say Colorado. Colorado. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's like Nevada and Nevada. I've been told they, it's Colorado. From the eight-year-old. Oh. She says it's I say it wrong every time. I say Colorado. You can ask the people in the chat. Is it Rado or Rado? I think Kendall's right. Colorado. I'll tell her so. she's right on the show. I mean, seriously. Uh-huh. I gotta she's go right. talk to her. <laughs> <sighs> uh all right. We can take about a sports grid, right, Matt? Yeah, buddy. You're clear. All right. Yeah, Let's- buddy. Uh, Sports Grid, thank you for watching. Best of next week for the Bostonian versus the book as we are off for the all-star break for Major League Baseball. Should be fun. Live new show is coming back on June the 25th. Sorry, July, July. the 25th for us. So July 25th, back at it, 11 p.m. Pacific time All after right. the Pat McAfee show. So thank you for watching. In the meantime, at Boston versus the book on Twitter. Props YouTube channel. Go subscribe to that and go subscribe on all your audio platforms to the Bostonian versus the book. We will talk to you on July the 25th for a new show. All right. YouTube and Twitter stick around audio uh, podcast as well. This one is, I, I want your take on this. So the NFL is petitioning and joining a movement for the flag football sport to be added to the Olympic games for LA in 2028 might happen. How do you feel about flag football becoming an Olympic sport? There's a lot of things are Olympic sports. I don't think need to be Olympic sports, but I can tell you this firsthand from the kids Mm -hmm. and playing. Mm -hmm. They love it. They don't like it. They love it. The girls love it. And I got to go through a high school football season where middle could say Kelsey was the quarterback. It was fun as hell. But at the same time, who, what other countries are going to play? Like, it's almost going to be like, you think? Yeah. I mean, look, this is how I felt with skateboarding. When skateboarding became an Olympic sport, I was like, what the goddamn are you doing? Skateboarding? (laughs) Well, looked around the world. You looked at, Places in Asia, Japan, China, Canada, Mexico, a lot of people skated and a lot of people were wanting and people who are of descendants of, you know, have family back in those part of the world who live in America went over there to represent their country and they became Olympians. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't know. I mean, it feels weird to me, but. I don't know. I don't know the rules of flag football well enough to tell you whether I think it could be fun to watch it or not. Like, Oh, I think it would be fun to watch. I don't know if it would be fun to watch a lot. And I think 
house? What? Can we go inside Julia's house? Yes. Was it? Um, he did. Do you kick extra points? No. No, you How? you have you have a go for one short distance. You move it back a little bit. You get two. Okay. So it's like the USFL. It's uh, uh, yep. No kicking. No punting. Fourth down. When you concede the ball, right? You just say we're punting, and you turn it over, and they start back at their own twenty, like wherever. Oh. So you have to make a decision to go for it or give up the ball, but you don't kick it away. There's no, there's no, the kicking game is not a part of the flag football, at least girls. High hundred school. yard field. Uh, it was 80. 80 yard field. Yeah. So first down, you start at the 20 when you get possession. Okay. First down each 20 yards. So if you get past the next 20 yard markers, you get another first down. So if you, you go f- first, second, and third down, you don't get it. You're not close. You only gain seven yards. You don't think you have a 13-yard play in your pocket. You punt. You give them the ball. And then they start at their 20. So you can only get two first downs. Then you're in the so under zone. So under the world game rules, flag football will be played with five on five, no contact. 50-yard five five. Wow. Okay. by 25-yard field with 10-yard end zones. Wow. Okay. Teams huh. get four sets of downs and a new set of downs if they cross midfield. Scoring is familiar with touchdown scoring six points. Team can go for one extra point by trying from the five or two points from the 10. Games mm. are played in 20 minute halves with 15 per person rosters. Wow. This, this is interesting. Men and women, both. Wow. So, I mean, it's interesting because boxing, the pentathlon, and weightlifting right now are out for 2028. What is? Boxing. Boxing is out of the Olympics? Weightlifting. Weightlifting is out of the Olympics? Yep. Looking in after being left off the initial Los Angeles program, but they have, they have a pathway to get back in if certain conditions are met. But as of right now, flag football, flying disc, which is basically ultimate Frisbee, mm-hmm. lacrosse. What is Sambo and tech ball? I have no idea. Nor do I, but that's what they're looking at. And they're possibly getting cricket back into the Olympics as well. Softball's out. Yep. Stupid. Softball. Yeah, softball's out. I mean, only because I guess there were three on, only three real competitive um, countries and not enough people play it. I don't know. I, I thought the Olympic softball was fun as hell to watch. So did I. And, and I we did good betting on it. I liked, I liked it. It was fun. Yeah. Can, it, was, it was China, Canada, the U.S., right? Uh, in Mexico, remember Mexico was in, competitive. Uh, in, in Mexico, yeah. yeah. Okay, so then there's four countries that were good. What's the, what's the problem? I I don't know. No weightlifting for the Olympics. I really can't believe. I don't know boxing. Boxing for the boxing. Are you kidding is me? Impo- How is there no That's boxing? Horrific. Boxing is. I mean, I enjoy watching the Started boxing it. all the time. That's oh. what I mean. Started the damn thing. So I. It's it's really that's really not not. I'm not a fan of that at all. Man, man. That makes me mad if that's what is happening, but we'll see. They're, they're still, I guess, figuring out the, the name. I, I mean, I'm saying Colorado in the chat. 
We got some people that live in Colorado. Is it? So it's like Nevada and Nevada. It's okay. So same. Yeah. I mean, someone else said Colorado. I say Colorado and Nevada, but I also say Nevada for a long time until I moved here and then got corrected and said, right. It's not say it the right way. Uh, Time for the schedule of the day being brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports Survivor, $6 million on the the table last year for that hefty payout. Survivor returns, some new rules. Circus Survivor, 20 legs during the pro pro football season. Players cannot pick the same team twice. Entries are $1,000. You get six of them if you want it. Got to be into the contest by the 10th of September at 2 p.m. You must be actually in Vegas to register and hire a proxy if you want. Who will be left standing to claim a $1 million first place prize? It could be you this year. We're at Circus Survivor. For full contest rules and details, log on to circusports.com. We waited for as long as we could wait. We did. If you had a gun to your head, yes. and you had to make a number for the Cleveland Browns, yes. what would be the number that you'd put up? Nine. Regardless of the status of Deshaun Watson. Yep. Nine or eight and a half. I, th- I mean, it's they're nine and eight or eight and nine. So just without looking at anything, without knowing who's playing quarterback and all this other stuff, that's the number. You? Okay, so it's, I mean, I get, I don't know. I mean, I really, I, I don't know how you do this. Because with Watson playing 11 games, I give him at least two more wins. So we'll start with nine. I think it's a decent number. Let's see if we can find nine wins for the Cleveland Browns here. They open up like we've talked about at Carolina with Baker Mayfield potentially being the starting quarterback. Oh, it's a tremendous story. And Baker wins. Carolina wins. Wow. Oh, and one home for the New York Jets. Win. I don't care who's playing quarterback. Do Jacoby you? Jacob Brissett's going to beat Stifler's mom. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. What goes uh, on the t-shirt for that? What, what, what was that one? Print the shirt. The t-shirt was throwing bombs and banging moms. Mm, there you go. That was the that bam, was the the t-shirt right there. Yeah. I I, I like throwing bombs and dropping the f word there, but that's that's. <laughs> I like it. I, I like it a little bit more more more. For all sports grid, you can say whatever the hell you want. Right I know, now. but your kids in the in the chat, so it's. <laughs> She's heard that shit before. You no, should I hear know. her sometimes. I know. So just you got your, your kids there. So <laughs> one one's a curse word. The other is a curse action. Oh it's yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah. It's a yeah, little yeah. more. She's heard the F word. I know, but in the context I'm using it in, of course, different context. A little bit of a more of a of an yes, egregious, yes, yes, egregious use. Uh, Pittsburgh Thursday night football at home. You guys lose to in at Cleveland on Amazon Prime. Whoa. Where's the game? At Cleveland. Man, oh man, that's on. That's going to be on streaming only. Man, Papa and Grandma are going to be <laughs> That's what pissed. I've been saying for two years. When Grandma and Grandpa mm-hmm. want to watch Thursday Night Football, there's going to be like, where the hell is my game? Like, oh, it's going to be, oh, fur- gonna be all over the country, oh, up and down the eastern seaboard. Grandma and Grandpa are going to be furious when they realize they have to actually stream a game to watch their football team. Wait, wait, wait. It's on Amazon Prime? Correct. We have Amazon Prime. They'll be Correct. able to figure that out. Okay. But I'm just saying, a lot of people who don't have Prime Video, oh. the only way you watch any oh. Thursday night game this year is by streaming. Oh. And the 65-plus crowd is going to lose their freaking mind. They're going to be mad. They're they'll be figure mad, it out. Man. Eventually, they'll figure it out. But they have to buy stuff. 
they're going to up their internet, like all the things yeah, they don't want to do. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're not going to be happy about this. Steelers will lose that game. Woo, baby, two and one. At Atlanta. Win. Wow. Three and one start for the Browns. Yep. Home for the Chargers. Lose. Home for the Patriots. Lose. At Baltimore. Lose. At uh, home for Cincinnati on Monday Night Football. Oh, boy. Things are going bad in Cleveland. Lose. They come down. <laughs> they come down to earth real quick. I'm with three you. and one, and we go to three and five. That was just a four game bam. Thanks for yeah. coming. Swoosh right down. Bye week in week nine. Okay. Come out of the bye week at Miami. Lose. At Buffalo. Oh, my gosh. Lose. Right. Home for Tampa. Tampa. That's seven Lose straight again. That's seven straight losses. They're going to win one of those games, but I don't think. I mean, I, for the season win number, I got three. Seven straight losses at Houston. Win. Finally, they snap it. There's four at Cincinnati. This will be the one they win. Oh, please. They split. They win at home. They lose at home and they win there. Five. Loss. Four. Baltimore at home. Lose. At uh, home for New Orleans on Christmas Eve. Win. I'll give them that. Five. At Washington. Win. Six. Seven. At Pittsburgh to end the year. January January eighth. That's it. Eight. It's a, five it's, seven. It's, it's gonna be it's a seven or eight. That's how now, mean, it's do this. If Watson plays, if Watson's from beginning, the, if Watson's the quarterback, come hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six. Let's just say Watson is the quarterback in the second half of the year from November 13th on. He sits until the bye, week nine. Doesn't play until the bye week until the bye week. And okay. it all says you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's eight an eight game suspension. Okay. Okay. He, he, NFL says eight game suspension. You play after the bye. At Miami, at Buffalo, home for Tampa, at Houston, at Cincinnati, home for Baltimore, home for New Orleans, at Washington, at Pittsburgh. So the majority of those games are on the road. Six of them are on the road. Three at home. Home games are Tampa, Baltimore, and New Orleans. Change it at all? It doesn't maybe, for me. Maybe they could beat Baltimore. It doesn't. I mean, I think it's with or without Deshaun Watson. I think it's the same record. I think it's the same deal. I mean, that I mean. stretch Miami Buffalo on the road home Tampa is brutal. As a for the Browns has a brutal schedule. I think when they put a number up, you bet under regardless. The second they pop it, you bet under. Whenever a book goes up with it, they go up nine and a half. They go up 10. Maybe you get Watson. They inflate it. Bet the under. See if Circa has it up right now. No, they no don't one. have it up. Then. No one's got it. Did you look at Circa? I mean, at, unless they put it up today. They didn't have it yesterday. Oh, they did not. Okay. Let's see. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah, no, they just they skip right over it. Oh no, there, it's up. Oh, it's it up. Is. No, it's up. It wasn't up yesterday. It's up now. 
Nine and a half alternate season win is under nine and a half is minus two twenty five. So the number's eight, eight and a half. half. It's flat. Shoot, still under. got it. I still got it. I can't get a job in a <laughs> in a risk room nowhere. You ask me what the number should be. What do you mean you can get a job in a risk room if you wanted to? You don't want one. What do you mean you can't? You can't get a job in a risk room. You don't want a job in a risk room. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for reminding me. So, <laughs> what are you talking about? You can't get a job, man. That under seven, seven and a half, half over minus two fifteen. Well, how about the under plus one eighty five? I think I think the safe the safest bet is under nine and a half, but laying two twenty five juice is tough. Yeah, how they win in ten games? Not win ten games with or without them. Not with that schedule. The peak is nine. No. I think so. Yes, I think the basement like could the, be six. To, it, uh, listen, that's there's a rough stretch there where they got road games and th- their home games. Tampa. I mean, look, we've done thirty two schedules. I, I'm not sure. There's a bye week here that helps, but I'm not sure there's a harder schedule of Chargers, Patriots at Baltimore, Bengals at Miami, at Buffalo, home for Tampa. Oh, that sounds. You could say that three times. That sounds like one win. I, I mean, that is, that don't sound good at all. I don't know. I don't know. It, we, we've done 32 schedules. I don't remember. The Dolphins have two really tough four game stretches. Four I don't know if anybody has, has a seven game stretch like that in the NFL. That's rough. That's a, I mean, that's a rough one. I mean, they uh, could beat the Patriots. That's possible. I'm not going to rule that out. They could, they might go to Miami and win at Miami. Maybe, but the other games, Chargers, Ravens, Bengals, Bucks, Dolphins, Bills. That's <laughs> all playoff teams almost, yeah. right? I mean, it's you're all, playing like you're, division winner playoff teams. Like right. those are you're playing the top teams. You're playing the top in the in the NFL, you're playing the top teams of the of the league, and you're not one of them. Man. You're at you're at a monster. And you it could be Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. Oh, I, I, good that's luck with a, that. Uh, good luck. That's that, that's a tough one for, for Cleveland fans. That's going to be a tough stretch. Uh, if he don't play at all, they may win five games. Like that's a like their bottom is low. I would only bet under. They ain't winning 10 games. No way. If they win ten games, they may they may win twelve and go to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's they're they're going to beat a lot of good teams if they win double digit games. That's a tough schedule. That's one of the hardest ones I remember, mm-hmm. let alone in a row like that. Yeah. But what so if the guys, Steelers are good? They while can go zero and six in the division. While we're off, guys, all thirty-two teams previews will be are are going to be up now on the Props YouTube channel. So. It's in its own playlist where you can watch them all in succession. So if you're looking for some BVB content, some sports betting information, I'm going to go back and rewatch them all and, and line up what, what we talked about, what we did, yeah. what bets we like and where we're, where we're on. And then I'll be firing bets on just the picks kind of off of it. So you want to know how I'm doing my prep and my football betting during the, during the vacation. I'm going to do a lot of that coming up by doing exactly what I just said to do watch all this, all the videos as we go through all the schedules, but the Browns, that's a really, really tough schedule, man. My goodness Ooh. gracious. All right, let's go to the props.com story of the day. We're going to a, a strikeout prop with our guy, Justin Bales. Clayton Kershaw is even money for over six and a half strikeouts today. I like this. 
Kershaw could be dominant against the Angels. Elite matchup. Angels are striking out at the highest rate over the last 14 days, and they've struggled yeah. against left-handed pitching throughout the entire season. Mm. Kershaw might go seven for the all-star break. I mean, he needs one K per inning to get to seven K's here in this game at even money. How do you feel about Kershaw going over six and a half? I like under really. I don't, I don't. Yeah. I don't think he goes like it. If they get a lead, I think they get him out of there in five. Just get because and get out. Well, no, cause they want to, I think they're going to try to do the best they can to make him available for Tuesday for the all-star game. Okay. So I think I just thinking ahead, I'm like, he's gone yeah. seven and two thirds, seven, four, six, and five over the last five with 10, right. eight, four, seven, and four strikeouts. So it's only gone over this number. He's gone, he's gone over six and a half, three times in the last five starts. Right. Three and two. So you think he needs to do, do it fast to get it? Yeah. I think he needs, I think he needs like four K's in the first two innings, five okay. in the first three, whatever. And then you got a shot. But, and listen, I just watched the Angels the last three nights. They strike out a ton. I mean, yes, it was Houston and it was guys with gas. Kershaw's definitely different pitching, but he's still Clayton Kershaw. So he could get this. I just, my play would be under just because of the innings. I don't think he goes, I think he goes five and they're ahead. Get him out of there. Hmm. The bet prep. Prop bet of the day hit yesterday with Carrasco getting six Ks. The, the bet prep K prop is three and one on the week so far. Tyler Wells going today. Fandle had the line of minus 130, under four and a half Ks with Tyler Wells. Mm. One in 17 going over this number this year, averaging 3.1, minus 130. That's it. One in 10 on the road, averaging three Ks per game. He faced Tampa Bay twice this year, both times going under with four and two Ks. Wells has averaged less than five innings per start. Do we like the under four and a half Ks for Tyler Wells minus 130? Did you say one in 17? He's only gone over this number one time? Correct. We only have to lay 130? Yep. It's a low number. Four and a half is a low for a starting pitcher. It's low. It's one in 17. I don't even care what it is. I like one in 17 to be on the 17 <laughs> side, and I only got to lay 30. Yep. I don't would even know Tyler Wells if he came in my room right now and introduced himself. Nor would I. I would agree. I know the name. I don't know the person. <laughs> but I would, I'm betting that I, that's a good bet just based on the percentages. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a good bet. Yeah, I would agree. All right, uh, time for Bet It or Book It. It's being brought to you by Caesars in celebration of Just the Pick starting JTP15 for a risk-free 15 up to a $1,500 bet with that promo code with new accounts, JTP15. Parlay day, four-legger. You know what? Every day's been parlay day this week. That's true, but I've hit three out of four. <laughs> I've hit three out of four. So, like, you're right, but if you're hitting them, only thing I got right last night was the parlay. Right. Oh, the parlay, right? Missed the what other two bets. Par- what was the parlay last night? Um, Marlins. I what it was. Marlins, uh, Braves, Dodgers. Plus 300. Marlins, Braves, Dodgers. Nice. So, today, we are going Orioles run line, plus one and a half runs. Look at you. Okay. 
Taking a run and a half. Look at number, you. Number one team in Major League Baseball on the run line. Astros way have won 10 games in a row. Astros money line. Astros money line at home against Oakland. Okay. I like where Marlins, you're going here. Marlins money line. Marlins money line at Alcantara. Okay. And this is the one that might get me. What? Royals Blue Jays over eight and a half. I'm going to need total. I need eight. You put a total in your Friday. Don't do a parlay parlay. I needed to get the O's Astros Marlins, which I like. It was only plus 350. I needed needed an even money bet to get me over 600. What if, what if you did O's, you you don't want to do O's money line. Keep the streak alive. Win. No, I'm, I I don't like the day off. Scared. You're scared. The day off and against the Tampa Bay Rays on the road, this is going to end at some point. I think the Rays are the team that's going to end it. It's either today or tomorrow they lose. It's today or tomorrow they lose. Oh, okay. They're not going into Tampa and sweeping Tampa over a four over a three game set to end the first half of the year. It's, it's not happening. This total is going to get you. You know that. Yep. <laughs> I fu- I fully this, this is what but my hope but my hope see is what this. I missed when I fell asleep on the phone with you last night <laughs> see but my hope is this okay my hope and it's down to eight okay but Zach Greinke on the road has a seven five ERA all right so you need to blast the holy shit out of him I need six runs off Greinke and then I probably get there it's five three for the final. Well, if you bet it now, <laughs> hold on, but, but if you bet it now and you push, that would be great. I actually think that would be phenomenal if that were to happen. So like Toronto bet, wins five, three tonight, final you, score. Okay. Of run line covers. So if you bet and over ridiculous over thing, that's so close. The Marlins, Alcantara probably pitches a shutout. No question. The O's so, win to extend the series. So give me, so, so here's, here's why. Here's, 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 here's the problem. Another, okay. If you did the parlay now, yeah. it's plus 523. It doesn't qualify. Cause it's eight minus 120. Mine was eight and a half, even money. Oh, the juice is on the over. Now it's eight, eight to the over. over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So you 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 just pays less. So that's so now it's six. I have six forty four for one run on eight and a half. You can bet it now and bet the plus five twenty five or five twenty four if you want. You can do that, and it's eight. I bet over eight and a half. So you may get a push if it's a five three final. You bet it right now. That's a push leg. It goes to a three leg parlay, and it would it would revert to plus two forty five. Okay. O's Astros Marlins is a good parlay. I like that parlay. It just doesn't qualify for the stupid rules that I created two years ago for this parlay <laughs> every every Friday. It worked for I can bet a plus three hundred parlay Thursdays, Saturdays. I just say I can't bet it on Fridays. Fridays. Fridays are the Hail Mary. Self-imposed ridiculous rules. And you gotta Absolutely. use a total. And now now this total, I just know it. Yep. It's oh, possible. Boy. But it goes to eight. You bet it now. Watching the show, okay. listening to the show. Right. At eight now, right. you push. If you're right, five three final. I lose, but the audience wins. Slide that thing to seven and a half at some places too. They have these alternate totals. You gotta lay. You're it's a little lay. more juice, but what are you gonna play? You're gonna, you're gonna lay huge juice on that, are you not? Drop it to seven and a half. 
Uh, you could play with this thing and put uh, put the Astros on the run line against Oakland. Don't like it. Astros no. kicked me kicked me in the nuts last night. That's why you come back with it. Why? So you lose again? Don't lose enough times. Don't slam your thumb in the door enough times. Want to do it again? Oakland scoring two runs tonight, Max. Okay. Astros scored, scored three last night. They won three two. <laughs> so, and I, I lost my run line bet because I bet run line and they won three two. <laughs> so, the A's. Irvin's good. He's good. Yeah, he's good. Okay. So, we'll talk more about him in just one second. Dodgers, Angels, Kershaw, yes. under eight. Freeway series. Minus 110, under eight. Betting in a Under eight. I like this. We'll bet this. Minus 110. Sandoval's been pretty good. Angels yep. don't score. Angels don't score. Give me a 4-1 win for the Dodgers. Don't mind the run line for the Dodgers, but I'm not betting run lines till after the All-Star break. Self-imposed. No more. No more. After last night, no more. I'm kicked in the nuts. He says, I've not hit one in my last five run lines, and the team has won five times. Oh, that stinks. They're all one run games. They've won five times. I'm one in four over the last five, and the teams are five and oh straight up. That run line will just, it'll no more run lines for me till after the all star break. Kick him where you don't want to be kicked. Not fun. Not fun at all. Let's Dodgers under eight. You like it? Yes, better. Finally, under eight Astros A's minus one ten. Um, I bet this one too. I bet this one too. Two after us bitching with Cody for twenty minutes, <laughs> we, we both like two unders. Right. So there you go. Well, we don't need this tied late. This will be a bad please no. Yes, I just please no. Just just don't don't do this. The irony in this whole thing would be that it's tied late in the Royals and Blue Jays, and it goes over because of cash the, the parlay. Hundred percent. It would be great. Then That's I have irony. a whole damn it should, week. It should happen. It should happen. You chirp about that shit. Oh God! That would <laughs> well, be I'm doing just the picks the whole week. Just the picks is not going away. Just this show is going dark. Just the That's picks never goes dark. Together every darn day. So regardless of where I am or what I'm doing, whether I'm here or there or vacationing or whatever, we never stop. Every single day. People are still beyond confused by that. When like they ask me, like, "So you're going on vacation?" I'm like, "Yeah." It's like, "Oh, good. That'd be good to get away. I'm like, get away from the podcast." So I'm like, "Well, no, I'm not stopping just the picks." They're like, "Wait, what?" Like, well, yeah, I do. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, you're, you're taking vacation. I had to tell you to not do it in the hospital, for God's <laughs> sakes. You were going to do it in the hospital. Yeah, I course. said, you're not so doing it. They're like, you're like, what do you mean? You're, you're like, it's it? March Madness. I said, of course, on vacation, like, you have to do in it. In the bed. <laughs> Stop. I just, it, it always happens. I have to, they're like, I don't get this. I'm, well, one guy was like, I'm not sure if I should really respect this or be really worried about you. <laughs> I was like. I've asked this question myself multiple <laughs> times over the past two years. Like, are you all right? Like, you're really doing this every single even on vacation. You're stopping doing a two, two hours. Yeah. And now damn. we've added we've we've added a third platform. Now it's going to take me even longer to do it. So it's a little bit of a now I'm kind of a no. I I, I got to speed up the process. I need to get a faster computer because it uploading to the Panda system that we're using now. It's going to take me another thirty minutes. Oh yeah, mm. to me late night 
going to bed <laughs> extra 30 minutes every night now. So our sure. favorite thing about today as we roll to a vacation for BVB. Um, so it's the first time, I mean, other than my trip to Pittsburgh, that we won't talk for a week on the show mm-hmm. and join all these people on the chat and all the names and the scroll and the this and the that. And the best thing about today, and I've done this before, but like baseball betting, sometimes you go to what works. I'm really enjoying the show. And the best thing about the day right now uh, is the show is, you know, the, getting the, you know, texting Cody and saying, Hey, you know, what time works best for you come in, do the show. You know, we're, we're trying to do a lot of different things. We got guests, we got graphics changes. we got all this stuff. Um, you know, it's, it's just, so next week is really going to be a break for, for all of you. Um, you know, I hope you find, you know, something to do between 10 and 12 Pacific because you've been able to come here and join us or listen to the podcast later, you know, wherever you're at driving or walking. I've had people tell me they're walking. Their daily walk is me and you in their ears. I love that. It's, it's great. They come home from work and they put us on and they walk for an hour and a half. They said, can you tighten it up a little bit? Because, (laughs) you know, I'm trying to keep the walk to 90 minutes. I said, listen, we're, we're we contractually got. obligated to go like a buck 38 or something. And then, yep. uh, you know, we kind of ramble, go for two hours, but or two fifteen. best thing like about now. today is the show. <laughs> two fifteen, like now. Yes. And, and like, so rest up buttercup. Cause we're coming back to football season on July 25th. Mm-hmm. So my favorite thing about today is the fact that the momentum for this show couldn't be better. And what's so fucking fun is you guys who watch, listen, tweet, promote, help us subscribe, tell your friends, wear the gear, want to be a part of everything we're doing. That is my favorite thing about today. The brigade is my favorite thing about today because it's growing. It's growing and it's so fun to watch you guys get it and just be a part of it. And like, you guys don't have to watch, like you guys are sending us DMS when you miss the show. Oh man. Sorry. I missed the show. <laughs> like what you think I'm going to get pissed off at you because you had a, your life got in the way of the show. Yeah, Like no problem, bro. Yeah. We're all good. Like, but thank you for actually like having that emotion of like, God dang it. I missed the show. I got to go check out what thing. Like what happened? What happened? Like people running in like what I miss, what I miss. So it's really, really cool and the sports grid tv stuff has added a new dimension the youtube clips now and i mean again our youtube stuff we got to a thousand subscribers on youtube so that changed a lot of things and now the algorithms are picking it up i don't think it's a coincidence the same week that we go to a thousand subscribers all of a sudden now we're getting a lot more of our stuff being seen by people and more eyeballs and we had an eight thousand view video the other day and like that's just really cool to see that type of stuff click in and go and it's just going to elevate everything that we're doing at props.com. And I just, I'm so excited for football season because we have such really big plans for everything that's going to come on in. And I think you guys are going to really, really like some of the shit that we're going to do during the fall. And (laughs) 
I mean, I mean, if you guys have the chance to come to Vegas, okay, if you do a Vegas trip or you're thinking about doing a Vegas trip, just like hold off for one second. If you're going to like wait, just wait a couple of weeks if you can, because we could have some big announcements as to what we've been doing behind the scenes and what we've been working on behind the scenes. And (laughs) if you book the trip and you're not here for one of the days that we're going to be doing some of this stuff, you're going to be like, Dang it, I would have redone it like you did it when we did the Sahara thing. People were like, yeah. oh, I was there the week prior. I would have you know, postponed my trip to be a part right. of it if I could have. Well, you, you might really want to be a part of the stuff that we're get, we got coming up this fall. It could be really, really cool and different, <laughs> exciting. So uh, I know I can speak for Matt Farah and, and just talk about the guys, everyone else at Props and Spencer Limbach and everything else that we are really appreciative of what you guys have done for us. And we hope to give back to you guys as much as possible coming up here in the fall with some really, really, really cool shit. So July 25th, BBB comes back roaring. Just the picks stays and keeps going. Okay. So if Dave gets really froggy and misses you guys a lot, he can come on just the picks for an episode and maybe we'll do a mid vacation version of yep. JTP. Yeah. <laughs> have him come we'll on do and, that. and be a part of the, 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 the just the picks program if he wants to, but We will be back after a week. It should be a lot of fun. Brigade, keep it rolling with us. In the meantime, as David said, hit the the like button, hit the subscribe button, push it out, tell your friends, be a part of it, watch all 32 teams, the breakdown David and I has from a schedule perspective. He is Dave. I'm Matt. For Farah behind the wheel, we will talk to you on July, July 25th for the return of the Bostonian versus the book.